This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. You can't go on thinking nothing's wrong. Oh no. Who's gonna help you drive? Who's gonna help you drive today? Oh, you know you can't go on thinking nothing's wrong. We're gonna help you. We're gonna help you. We're gonna help you drive today. <laughs> Yay! Um, please just keep going. Uh, I had fun the practicing that in the car I, on the way here. Yeah, just on the way here. Yeah, I feel like well, you were serenading us real my quick. My kids don't really know yeah. with me. Uh, but welcome to Big Cell. I'm Joel. I'm Kent and Jacob. I was going to pull a lighter out. Actually, I was just oh, moments nice. away. Yeah, you always like the. I was actually just going to set this crap on fire, but <laughs> the your show? singing was great too. Thank you. But we'd like to thank you for listening to our last show, our uh, Pepsi products tearing and curing Dr Pepper tearing show. Yep. Uh, we, the girl watching show, as I like to call it. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> uh, if you don't know what that means, go back and listen to it. Indeed. But we did get some fun feedback from people. Some people uh, were happy that we, we lifted theirs up, such as Valerie Ilguth, who said, This episode was a joy to listen to. Thanks for being the highlight of my Monday. My favorite is A&W Root Beer, which I think we all gave. Good choice. One, it's right? a tier one, for yeah. sure. And then also we have Shane Hyatt, who said, I blame you guys for this. And he had a can of squirt because we inspired him to go get a, a, a squirt. Had the he not had we, it before? Or yeah, he had, just it was, it's a favorite but drink. But the way we, we talked about it, it is that it was like the most refreshing crystal spring water that you could find. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yes. then uh, Jill Reese said, I love you guys, but you shut your mouth about Baja Blast. Wow. It is delightful. Wow. <laughs> I was into it. Who was that, Jill, you said? That was Jill Reese. I'm with you, Jill. Well, yeah. a few people said that, not understanding where it comes Listen, from. a lot of reasonable people will say that. So you know what why? They do is because it's tasty. It's delicious. There's, there's a mint at the bottom of a urinal, if you guys have never seen no, them. No, guys, it's last show. And then show. they put carbonation in that's there. That's last show. Yeah. You drink some weird stuff. That's Baja Blast. No, that's yeah. not what I drink. That must be what you drink. That's Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> but we'd like to thank you for listening to that show. Um, it was one of those shows that you know we, had, we enjoyed doing, and we like you know talking about food occasionally. And in fact, we actually had a Patreon video last week of us trying the new KFC donut sandwich. So our patrons it was got something. to see that. I, I may have, uh, I don't know, uh, immediately gagged. Hey, hey, spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler <laughs> like alert. It. Spoiler alert. He didn't. But we have a couple new patrons. Speaking of patrons. Awesome. Uh, we have Sandy Rosier. Rosier? Rosier? No, Sandy Rosier. She's Rosier? great. Been listening forever. Yeah. Sandy, you're the best. She's a new patron, so thank you, Sandy. Thanks, and Sandy. Also, Matt Edwards. Hey, Matt. Matt Edwards is a patron of Bacon Cell as well. Glad to have you, Matt. Thank you. They are both patrons of Bacon Cell. And you, too, for the price of one McDonald's triple cheeseburger per month, you can get some extra content. We have over 40 Bacon Bits, as we call them, episodes you can read. And then also we have uh, higher tiers where you can get videos, behind-the-scenes footage, merchandise. It's a lot of fun. If you haven't been over there, go to patreon.com slash Bacon Cell. But that's not what we're talking about today. What are we talking about today, Jacob? Today is time to talk about driving. Who's going to drive you home? Driving etiquette. This is number what? Four? Uh, this is Bathroom, okay. So we okay. Theater. I have it here. Dating. We dating. did dating for millennials. Episode seventy-two was bathroom etiquette. Episode ninety-one was movie theater etiquette. Episode one hundred five is dating etiquette. Uh, episode one fifty-four is office etiquette. Dang it. And episode one ninety-two is social media etiquette. This is wow. number six. So now we're trying to do this like once a year, and we may add a few more if we feel like people lost their manners along the way. We're finally tackling driving, and it's about time. Yeah, because road rage is a real thing. It's a real what? thing. I mean, yeah, well, I don't know if you guys struggle with it at all or deal with it from other drivers on the road, but... I just have Molotov cocktails. I just yeah. toss them. <laughs> no. That's what you do? I don't, like, I don't like how you turn. 
Toss it. Yep, there it is. Uh, now, the funny thing about driving is people have strong opinions about driving. Well, it's because we do it every day. Yeah, I we mean, just spend so much time. One way or the day. other. Yes. But we do these shows, these etiquette shows we do, we do them for you because we've realized there's chaos out there. And we've realized the only way to calm this chaos is for Bacon Cell to sit down <laughs> and approve certain rules yes. as law. Very helpful. Commandments, if you will. Maybe. Like the Less reason, blasphemous, yes. The, the reason I do this show is because a lot of people, they don't quite think the right way, meaning not like <laughs> me. Right. And so I need to set oh, no. them straight. Like, and I know I go a little crazy on these etiquette shows because you I'm a little high strung at times. Well, it, it is how 85% of the time. We, we brought this up on a couple of the etiquettes before. It's like Jacob and I will come to the table, like, mm-hmm. we'll say things like, hey, don't murder people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we both kind of agree, yeah. yeah, it's a good rule. And Kent will be like, if you look in the wrong direction when you're in the left passing lane on the freeway at 5 don't, p.m. Don't even say that out loud. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's like he starts getting very specific. So Kent's yeah. very kind of OCD tendencies. With, Meticulous, with I would say. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're, we're grateful for your advice, though, Kent. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. very like philanthropic of you. Until you guys shut me down and say it's not bacon salad. And then you're like, like oh, I appreciate no, that was it. the Which worst. we usually do. Yes. yes. Thank you, Kevin. We're here to no. balance this. So what we're doing is like we're coming to the table with our rules and we're going to say whether everyone Everyone should agree with this. Which means it's greenlit. Yes. We're giving that a green light. Like everyone should abide by this rule. Yes. Like no murdering. Greenlit. Yeah, right. But then also... Eh, there's exceptions. But then <laughs> oh, also... No. What Just about, like my mom used to say. What about the gray areas? What about when I come in and I say no one should do this and you guys go, well, yeah. it's not as extreme as that, but yeah. for the most part, that would be proceed with caution. That would be a yellow light. Yellow light. Yes. It's right. generally don't do this, but there are exceptions to the rule. Then there's yeah. always our third category, which like is murder. personal issues, mm-hmm. which is me don't look in the left lane at 5 p.m. Into yeah. the sunlight. Yes. And so we're saying that the sun red, is the worst. Though, red light is right? the worst. We should have a whole show on that. Red light, that issue stops no, with you. Yeah. It's not getting through bacon. That's your approval. own issue. Yeah. And then after that, we actually got a lot of feedback from you guys, mm-hmm. which was phenomenal. Like a ton. Like yeah. a ton. I was just scrolling through. And, and it's, it's not all from Drew. A lot of it is, but not all of it is. Most of it. <laughs> we'll get no, there. But, uh, I'm scrolling we, right now. Before we jump into that, uh, I want to ask you guys about your driving experiences and learn what kind of drivers you two are, as well as myself. I'll, I'll yeah. say, share some things. But Kent, like, what was your learning to drive experience? How old were you when you started to learn to drive? So I started driving at 15. Okay. And, you know, pretty I, normal around here in this area. Right. And, you know, living in Davis County, Utah, mm-hmm. there were a lot of like, I mean, it's not farmlands, but there's a lot of back roads that you can learn to drive, whether mm-hmm. you're driving a stick shift or automatic. Did you learn on a stick? Uh, eventually. And I cried all the time because I didn't know how to do it because I'd always try to practice Literally? on a hill. Yeah, yeah. No, for real. Mm-hmm. And then I get really frustrated after stalling like mm-hmm. seven times and mm-hmm. someone's right behind me and I almost crash into <laughs> the be- in the front <laughs> of them. Yeah, it's the worst. It is stressful. It yeah. is really no, stressful. When you can't a, do it, it's. We have yeah. a hill by my house, the dip, we called it, where it's just down and up. Yeah. And that's where I learned to feather the clutch like that's yeah. i got really good at it and i love doing it yeah. right but so i learned to drive you know obviously it's a little different now but at 16 back in the day you could just start driving you could mm-hmm. even go with your friends or by yourself now you kind of need uh, like a you were a younger, waiting period you were younger in your grade though right i was it, at the end of the year so you weren't the one who got their license one of the first and had to drive all their friends no, around yeah. everywhere for me it's the second year of high school when i could start driving okay. and then i started driving the family minivan i'd go crazy with that thing i wasn't quite jake as the we'll find was out your car it really was and I would like race people at stoplights. That's the only thing to do with in, in a, a minivan. In a, it was a Ford Aerostar, which I called the Astro Bar. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. an Aerostar! Oh yeah, that's great. A it friend was, of mine had that. We made fun of it. I would go off jumps. So like, I literally find yeah. jumps so I could jump the car like twice. I killed that thing in a year. <laughs> oh my gosh! I would go probably Your twenty. I go twenty miles over the speed limit at all times. Not in school zones, obviously. But I just didn't care. I thought I was cool. It's when I started to swear and thought I was a real rebel. Oh no! <laughs> so Kids, was, don't, don't look up to Uncle Ken. It was a dark time in my life. Until I got my first speeding ticket 
I don't know, six months into driving. Mm -hmm. And I was going probably 14 over and I got a ticket and it humbled me to the point where I've never got a speeding ticket since. Wow. I purposely have always brought my speed limit. And granted, maybe I still go too fast, but I don't exceed nine over the speed limit at any time. Hmm. And and actually haven't got a ticket for speeding or anything like that other than registration since. Impressive. So and the actually, registration one you get like every year. I am actually a, a really good. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. Like he was actually he was actually put in jail for three months for this violation. Yeah, and my car was towed and everything. Yeah, he did it a lot. But I would like to say I'm a really safe driver. Mm-hmm. Like I'm very careful, except for some bad habits, which we'll talk about. Some really really bad habits. But yeah. even then, I trust myself enough, even in my bad habits, <laughs> that I think I'm okay, even though I'm clearly not. Mm. Now, yeah. Ken, I'm actually kind of in the same boat as you. Okay. I've received a number of like tickets. Like you started swearing when you were 16. No, is that what no, you're saying? No, yeah. I received you a never number. quit. Okay, so the, my, my driving experience, I learned around 15. Again, my brothers taught me. My dad taught me. My mom taught me. Uh, my first car was a Toyota Tercella hand-me-down where you literally had to have a cardboard tube holding up the uh, pa- the driver's seat. Otherwise, it would just flop backwards. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> but a cardboard <laughs> tube awesome. could do it? It was like a, it was like a, a sturdy cardboard tube. Like oh, it was sturdy, of not course. A, not a weak <laughs> tube of cardboard. No, not a, a real strong one. Really strong one. Uh, there was nothing else that would have worked. And then I drove, I drove a <laughs> Dodge, I drove a Dodge Colt Vista for a while, which is a seven seater wow. kind of a minivan I thing. I don't think I even remember wow. hearing that. And uh, we called it the Love Train. And hold on, why? Uh, for no other <laughs> that reason. That was my than, question. Too. For no other reason than after school, I was always the one I'd hang out, and then people would be like, "Can I get right home? Can I get right home?" So I'd like be dropping everyone off on the way home. So get uh, to the love part. That we just call it the love train. No <laughs> real reason. Uh, I drove a. Let's a, make up some like reasons. A sixty. Oh, I don't remember. Sixty something Chevy. It was an old truck in the back of our uh, backyard. So, so were these always your parents' yeah. hand-me-down cars? Yes. That you got? Okay. I had to add lead additive to this car because it didn't. It only ran on leaded gas, not unleaded. You gas. had Franken cars. That, is that what you're saying? For a while, I drove a red. Uh, for a while in high school, I drove a red convertible because what? it was a uh, hand-me-down. For Why a wasn't bit. that the love machine or the love train or whatever? Uh, love train. So I had kind of a variety of hand-me-down cars yep. growing up, but uh, my first ticket I ever got was actually shortly after I got my license, mm-hmm. and we were, it was me and a friend. We were on a double date. We were so excited, and we were driving up, and all of a sudden, I get the flashing lights behind me. I panic. I didn't oh, know what course, to do. Of so course. I pull over, just frozen. So you swerved into oncoming traffic. I tell, I did. I died, and now I'm a dead, and I'm a ghost. No, but we, we pulled over, and then the cop comes out, and it was expired registration. And, and you had no idea. At that I time. didn't know how to register You're a like, car. They already bought the car. Why do I have to pay more money? But my friend, we're sitting there in, <laughs> in the car. Question. Like cop goes back to like check stuff. My friend's like, I'm gonna run into that 7-Eleven over there, full speed. And I'm like, Don't you dare! Don't get out of the car. What? But uh, he didn't. <laughs> but I got home, and I was so I was so worried. I got a ticket. I had yeah. to admit to my dad. Like, I didn't want to tell him. So I went to my mom. I think I, I think I may have cried. I'm just like, I don't know what to do. I got a ticket. And she's like, what was it for? I'm like, expired registration. She's like, oh, that's dad's fault. <laughs> dad should have done that. So I got off the hook. And then my first moving violation was when I was 32. What? Whoa. I, I, I got expired registration a couple times. I got improper display of license plate once. But moving violations, my first one was when we were on a family trip driving to Minnesota and we pulled off the speed trap in Wyoming. This was Wyoming. your fault for going to Minnesota. Well, it's my fault for going through Wyoming. I wish there was a bridge over. Yeah, well, Wyoming, Wyoming is the worst. Is the worst. Terrible. Yeah, yeah. But like, I got off the freeway or this freeway onto another main road, mm-hmm. and I kind of started slowing down to get to this gas station. And apparently, I didn't slow down fast enough because this cop pulled me over as I pulled into the gas station. What? And gave me a ticket. Well, like, of course, it's Wyoming. But yeah. yeah, so I mean, that's the revenue. That's yeah, it. And fireworks. Like moving violations. That's it. That's all I've ever gotten. Was that? So one. you're a law abider. Wow. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely a law abider. Definitely one of those people. Are that, you like 10 and 2 as well? No, no. I kind of do the bottom of the steering wheel hold. Okay. But okay. Yeah. I'm like a, I'm a 12 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I'm always midnight. And then the other hand is on my phone. 
Kind of kidding, everybody. Please don't be mad. Uh, kind All right, of. Emphasis on kind of. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, my dad uh, bought a. He literally bought this truck for this purpose. He said later, it was this black 1968 Chevy pickup, and it ran. It did. It did. He made sure. This it, was in the 90s when you were driving. Yes. 97. Like yes. yes. Okay. And uh, so he. It, we had, were you were you driving tractors at 14 or something like that? Oh yeah. No, I had been driving for a while. Uh, this one was a stick because I hadn't, I, I'd never done that before. Like mm-hmm. I'd seen it done. He kind of showed me how it worked, but no, I had been driving since I was like, I don't even know actually really young. Yeah. I was on a four wheeler and like double digits and, uh, 10 oh, years old. No, probably before. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, but no, so I'm 12 though. And he buys this truck just for this reason. So I can learn how to use a stick because yeah, I've been driving around for a little bit. Could your feet reach the pedals? Yeah. Oh, this is part of the story. So he drives me. I, so I go back with him and he's already dropped this truck off in the middle of the field. We have 40 acres or so like back in the middle of nowhere. And uh, he's I come with me, get in the truck and he hasn't given me any context. He said nothing. Right. Just get in, sit down. It's like a sink or swim situation. And, uh, and he says, this is the clutch. This is the brake. This is the stick. This is how it works. Let me show you. Shows me. He goes, did you get that? And I'm like, well, what about this? And he's like, let me show you one more time. Shows me one more time. He turns it off hands me the keys and says, come home for dinner. <laughs> and I said, you what could if, walk. He didn't give you the choice to walk home. Uh, yeah, no, he could have. Yeah. Well, you yeah. Can't walk in uh, so he said, uh, Amish vampires. Yeah. 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 You never know what will happen. Uh, so he, so yeah, he gives me that. And then I'm like, well, what if I hit something? And he goes, that's the point, Jake, beat the crap out of it. And uh, so he didn't care if the transmission fell oh, out. Oh, he didn't anything. care of anything. Yeah. Ram a tree. I don't care. He's like, I paid 400 bucks for this truck. So you could learn how to drive a stick. Mm-hmm. Go crazy. And you're 12. Yeah. I had to slide my butt to the very edge of the seat to get the clutch all the way down. And even then, it was like the tip of my toes. If you had a cardboard tube, you would have been helped yeah, out. Yeah, you should have. If only I had that darn cardboard it's tube. It's a pretty sturdy so, cardboard yeah, so tube. So yeah, so he takes me out. I learned how to drive. Like 30 minutes later, I'm, I'm back beaming. I mean, I killed it literally 50 times. Like, Of course. I mean, yeah. Wait, course. hold on. Were you crying more or less than when I was 16 learning how to drive? <laughs> there were no, there was no crying. Oh, okay. <laughs> Kent, I, Kent, we can't make a robot cry. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I, I was like, I was just thrilled. I was beaming, you know, I come back, I'm eating dinner. I felt like a champion, you know? And so, yeah, that was me then. So by the time I was 16, I was so ready to drive. Mm-hmm. It was an irritant that I, that I had to wait that long. Right. I had a minivan as well. I went and took the driving test. I left at like 7.30 a.m., mm-hmm. went to the courthouse the day I turned 16, got my license, passed the test somehow, and then uh, came back home, got the minivan, went and picked up all my friends. Yep. Like that, that day. That sounds about right. Yeah. So yeah. You, were, you were the friend driving everyone around. Yeah, right then I was. Yes. Yeah. And so, because uh, we had older friends, but they just didn't care about getting their license. Were these real friends or imaginary friends? I just have to know. They were Amish, so. <laughs> no. Yeah, <laughs> so no. They, they're actually, not on the grid. So yeah. we're, we're all out in like the country. How spread so, out are you? Though? Oh, well, so spread out. Yeah. So it's like, okay, let's go drive like 20 minutes to pick up Dave and then another 10 to get Adam and then let's go across there to get, and those are real names actually. And then. What's up, Dave? What's up, Adam? Uh, yeah, they'll never listen. And, oh, that's rude. Uh, <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe they will. I haven't talked to him in a long time. No. So, but you've had a lot of run-ins with the law that maybe we can get into during the show. But I mean, so here's basically, basically the premise is that I, because of that confidence, I got into it. And so I ended up getting uh, several speeding tickets that first year and then ended up getting, I kid you not, I'm just going to go full confession on this. Yeah. I, I actually usually hide this part of my past and personality. Your mom kind of exposed you on the mom show. She did. She did yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But since there's kind of already been an opening for that, I'm just I'm just going to like treat you like my Catholic priest and just tell you everything and hope that you forgive me. <laughs> oh, no. bless, bless you, my son. Yeah. So thank you, Kent. Thank you, Father. So I had 33 moving violations from 16 to 19. Uh. <laughs> so, okay, just to back that up. I've I had one. Yeah, I had one. I've, I've had one in thirty nine years. I had one as well. In how many years? Uh, at the same time. 
38, yeah. 38 years. So my and license was suspended multiple three times. Years. Yeah, multiple times it was suspended. Why didn't they take it away at that point? I, they did. I just kept driving. And then wait, I would wait, get wait, violations. getting tickets? In, yes, exactly. Do they not have prisons in Missouri? They do. They do. Uh, you just have to be very persuasive and, uh, and then you get out of it. Also, there's another aspect of this, and this is the truth. Again, full disclosure, cops would pull me over and I would just ditch them. Ditch them as in like uh, I Dukes would, a Hazard driving through the countryside. I kid you not. And maybe this is too much information, but I grew up in the country. That's what I did when I was 16. Running moonshine across the border. Now, let me let me very, very clearly state that I, I put an abrupt stop to like Dukes of Hazard type driving as a teenager. Like the year 16, I, I did a little bit when I was 17. By the time like 18 came, I had pretty much quit. Like Why? I just became like, what, a law What was the tipping factor though to make you start something be Survival? Well, I just didn't want to be an idiot forever. Well, then you became a city boy at some point. Like you yeah, went to I college. Moved, yeah, well, no. I mean, you got married. You had I to grow from, up a little I, bit. Yeah, I moved from Missouri. I went to Arizona. I lived mm-hmm. there for a year. And by the time I went there, like I would drive fast occasionally just because, just because. We, we both know you still break the law. Like we've heard recent stories where it's <laughs> different kind of law breaking, but you still do. Oh, I haven't had a speeding ticket in. No, 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 no. There's sometimes where you have uh, <laughs> things in your car that you shouldn't. <laughs> it sounds like he's a drug dealer at this point. It's maybe equal. That was so awkward, actually. I forgot about that. Yeah. Maybe we could yeah. save that because it's not quite driving etiquette. Yeah, it's not It's not really But etiquette, that's a big but, tease. But yeah, so Jacob, that's, Jacob breaking that's my the law background. Stories. That's yeah. my background. And, and let us know, listener, if you want to hear a full bacon bit of just Jacob telling his crazy stories because they are insane, let yeah. us know. I, it was brought up and yeah, I could tell. On a, on a 20 years later. Why not? Right. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Statute of limitations. I'm good now. I'm totally good now. Sorry uh, for everybody. So, yeah. I mean, and then driving experience. I also want to bring this up just uh, accidents. Have you guys been in a car accident? How bad? Like, what's your experience in that regard? Because like I've, bad I've, driving leads to accidents. I've hit deer and I've been the passenger in many accidents so much. They call me the jinx. So really? I was like literally the passenger, but my friends would do something stupid. And it was all when we were 16, 17, right. when they would turn left in front of like another car in an intersection. Mm-hmm. And like I would be the one hit, but then really? or someone sliding doing donuts and they'd crash into a telephone Don't pole. Ever drive and then I get blamed. Like I'm, get I'm, blamed? The, yeah, I'm the passenger and I'd get blamed for like three or four accidents that I was a passenger. Because you're covering the driver's eyes. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was the love train. Yeah, this yeah. isn't the jinx, Kent. It's it's, it's called, actually my fault. Yeah, uh, yeah, but never myself. Well, I've I was gonna say never I've, any accident while you're driving. No. Oh, good. Job. I I was in my first accident that I remember. Is I was with my sister, and she she t boned a, a big old like ice truck. Uh, wow. And it was scary. Like if we would have come out a second earlier, it would have been very bad. But we hit the side of it. Uh, on the mission, I, I was a passenger uh, in Portugal, and. Uh, this guy pulled out uh, in front of us and we hit like corners of our cars, front corners of our cars together. I think I may have told this story already on Big It's. I don't know like why. Like a kiss. But like it would like lifted up both cars, went down, and the guy wow. was sauced. He was very oh. wind up. And he was just like, I'm just going to drive around the block. And if my car's fine, I'm just going to drive away. He was speaking Portuguese, by the way. But and I was brand new. So I was like kind of piecing together what yeah. was going on. He's like, I'll just drive around the block. We're like, no, no, you'll stay here. And then he. <laughs> He, uh, it's like, no, no, no. And then the cops show up and they liked uh, the missionaries. And so mm-hmm. they're like, elders, what's going on? We kind of explained what's going on. The guy's like, these guys came out of nowhere. And they're like, we'll pull your car to the side. 
the guy pulls his car back and hits the cop car. <laughs> and then awesome. the cop's like, <laughs> he gets out and the cop's like, you just hit my car. He's like, no, I didn't. And so they're like, elders, wow. you'll be fine. You're walking away scot-free. You're good. <laughs> so yeah. And then I oh, hit a house funny. in the mission. But other than that, uh, we're good. What? Oh, hold what? on. No, what? 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 Hit a house? What does that mean? Yeah. Were you the Joel, wind I up told one? you not to drive on the yards. No, we were we were driving in this random, we were trying to find this small village and we found one, but it was the wrong one. They had like two the same name. It was really weird. But they had these really steep roads that were just rock. Like it was like hewn rock that you were driving up over and it was rainy. It was wet. And so I was going up this hill and the car started to slide and I kind of like, oh, so I hit the brakes. I'm like, what do I do? And I'm like, well, I'll just feather the clutch like I learned. So I feathered the clutch, tried to go and I slid right back into a rock house and just smashed up the taillight. And like the whole village had to come out and they got a, like but a tractor. But you did crash into out. the house, right? No, no, no. It was a solid rock foundation of a house and it, it killed our car worse than it got Oh, him. wow. But it was a minor fender yeah. bender with a house. And actually, correction, I had a guy sideswipe me in my car three or four years ago. I do remember that. Yeah. And so it's kind of annoying. I do want to bring that up when we talk about maybe being in accidents, if, yeah. we, if that's the section at all. Yeah. But it was very, very minor and definitely not my fault. Interesting. Yeah. And then you've driven, I was going to say, you've driven in Australia in Kent? Yes. So Australia is different. Ooh. Obviously, you drive on the left side of the road. I mean, Next you're not you're riding Roo or anything like that. <laughs> riding but, uh, Roo? Riding Roo around the roundabout. Uh, but they have roundabouts there, and I learned to love the roundabouts. Yeah, they have them in Portugal, too. Yeah. I never saw I never saw a roundabout until I went to Portugal. Right. And, and, and then they brought now. them here. Like, especially Utah County, there's a ton over there, mm-hmm. and people still don't really know how to yeah, use them. Yeah, they don't. But no. there's Even a lot fewer accidents with those, I hear. Way more efficient. I like them. Yeah, yeah I do, and too. Like, they have the multi-lane ones in Portugal, and those yeah. are tricky. But the, Those are the ones that really get things moving, honestly. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, driven, have you have driven cross-country, Kent? Oh, with my family, but never myself. Yeah. And yeah. then, Jacob, uh, like, driving experience, like, how many states we talk in here? Oh, gosh, I've been all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't count the states. Maybe 30, yeah. 20, something. There are a few. Oh, accidents, too. for me. Oh, yeah. Accidents. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, accidents, I haven't. Uh, a guy, a guy T-boned me, but he's going, like, 20, maybe 25 miles an you hour. You're in a car, right? Uh, <laughs> no, is <laughs> that part of a bike? <laughs> no, this was oh. when I, I was in college, and uh, I just went through a, I, just, I stopped at a stop sign. Yeah, I was up in Rexburg. And uh, this guy was just being distracted on a phone at the time when it was like kind of new still. Who would do that? And uh, and this is pre like don't have your phones while you drive, honestly. Right. It pre was, common sense. Exactly. Yeah. And so he just, uh, he pulled and then he stopped and he looked and he just gunned it straight ahead and just T-boned me. But what? Um, I did once total a car without wrecking it though. How does that work? Well, you you have to be driving really fast, getting away from something. And then you have to hit some railroad tracks in Missouri that are like ramps. And then you fly. Old Duke boys are at it again. And then you land the car perfectly fine. Everything's fine, except the whole engine has scraped the pavement and uh, totaled the car, even though the car looks completely fine. So the engine fell out? Pretty much, yeah. Wow. Jeez. Man, crazy stuff. Yeah. But no, like I, I love driving across states. Like I like driving by myself. I love the open road. The open road's great, and night driving for me is one of my favorite things. So relaxing. I can turn my music uh, up. Yeah, it's so relaxing. Kind of like you literally will go on drives with dates. Yes, like just for a drive. Yeah, I did have one date tell me that she didn't want to be murdered. <laughs> I was just gonna make that joke. I'm like, we never see those dates again. Yeah, I don't want to go on a drive with you, but come to my house. Wasn't that? Yeah, the same that's one? what happened. Weird. Yeah, a little weird. But I love to drive. Granted, I don't often volunteer to drive if, if like friends ask to go for lunch or something like that. Oh, no, he never does. I do now. We'll, we'll get out to the car and he'll be like, we'll be like why don't I've you drive? I've got my keys. I left my keys in my wallet inside. How are you paying for lunch? I don't know. 
Uh, yeah way to go kid. anyway we're gonna jump into this now into our various rules and uh hopefully you can play along and we have a road trip section too so we can kind of circle back around to that yeah so let's start off with like outside the car like basic car safety yeah like you as the driver what is your responsibility what do you expect from others now one of my first ones is kind of a general broad one and it's the one i just feel is necessary it's kind of that one law to govern all the other laws sure it's just be courteous to other drivers. Be the nice person now you've on gone the road. Too far. And I say this because I get so much satisfaction out of when the system works. Like when I hit my blinker and start to slow down, and so you're very over, rarely. Satisfied. And the other car who's trying to pull out knows exactly what I'm doing, and so then they move, oh, and I'm like, yeah, the nice. system worked. Or when I wave someone through and they're like, oh, thank you. They know exactly how this works. Isn't it Darwin's law, though, in effect? Because no one is as nice as you on the road. I mean, <laughs> the general you. Right. Like, if you're nice, not everyone is going to be that no, way. But I so find, you're often the one that suffers because of that. But generally speaking, if you're courteous, like, I'm like, I was courteous to this person. I, I feel that they're going to be courteous down the road to someone else. Okay. So what if you let someone, what if you let someone zipper merge, for example, on the freeway right. and go right in front of you and they don't wave at you? Do you kind of get a little mad that you did eh, the service? I do a little annoying. <laughs> I, I do think we need to Some keep, people can be entitled about it, right? Yeah. I think yeah. we need to keep the waves around. Like, honestly, like give the thank you wave, give the I'm sorry wave with yep. both hands. If you do something wrong, like yeah, take your hands off the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great way to demonstrate that you're sorry for well, being it's usually bad when you're already driving. at the, like trashed into the tree, you put your hands up like my bad. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so be courteous. Is that a, is that a green lit rule from you guys? Just be a courteous driver. Uh, it's so ambiguous, though, but it makes perfect sense. It's the, it's the one law to govern them all. It's a nice thought. <laughs> That's what like, it is. The thought should be green lit. Yeah, but I don't think everyone will ever do it. But they should because you go to other states and they're quite aggressive. For example, but well, so yeah, I'm in a green light courtesy because courtesy will uh, probably bring more safety. Yeah, because if someone is aggressive and like tries to cut you off, like that's just going to cause road rage or an accident. Okay, right, but I'll green light that one. All right. Use your freaking blinker. Yes, I have that as well. Like, use your blinker. That is Bible right there. Is always mm-hmm. use your blinker because if someone... You mean like always like keep it on? Always? Always. <laughs> like floor, turn it like off. The eventual four left. miles, I will turn left. <laughs> <laughs> I plan to do this eventually, everyone. And I don't tailgate. Like that is... It's actually a fear of mine. Like when I'm riding in the car with someone and we can talk about that later. For Tailgating would be mine right here, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, don't tailgate. But if... Like you never want to be behind someone where if like there's no turn lane or whatever, and they just kind of slow down I in the lane that. that you're supposed to be going the speed limit, and yeah. they just immediately slow down with no indication of what they're doing. Yeah, and if they're going right or left, and then you just kind of have to stop right behind them, avoid an accident. Use your blinker. It's just like you said, it really comes down to courtesy. Well, yeah, but I mean, using your blinker is one of those things that they teach you, and I don't know why people don't do it because it's such an easy thing to do. Oh, it really is. Yeah, and just it, that it, little flip yeah. of the switch. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, I'll green light that. Yeah, of course, green lit. The only time I don't use a blinker, it's late. There's no one around. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I do. You still don't? Sometimes I do because it's just instinctual. Like well, I don't yeah, want to like, ever sometimes forget to do I'll it. like I'll like move my arm and I'm like whatever. It's, it's, I'm driving back from bacon sale. I'm it's, tired. It's 2 a.m. No yeah. one is around. I can see no cars. I don't care. Otherwise, but complete, if a cop sees you not roll. use it, they will pull you over. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe, maybe. Although you'll I, just take off. Listen, I got pulled over one time and up to a stop sign. I kind of just like one thirty in the morning, mm-hmm. roll up to the stop sign, just roll on through and head right. Right. Mm-hmm. The only car I see anywhere, one car, it's like a mile away. Headlights. I'm like, yeah, no big deal. So I'm driving down the road. No, it was a cop. Dang. That one yeah. car that far away. So he gets out. He comes up to the window. Hey, you know why I pulled you over? And I said, I'm not sure. But I mean, I didn't stop at that light. And he said, that's right. That is right. Why'd you do that? And I said, well, it's late and there's nobody around. 
And he, and he looks at me and he laughs and he goes, that's a really good point. <laughs> <laughs> Did you what dream this? What a sheriff is life in Missouri. Did no, you no, dream this? Who this gave them their badge? This is Idaho. This is Idaho. Who gave them their badge in Idaho? <laughs> and uh, and I go, and then he just starts chuckling. And uh, and then he's about to walk away. And I he know goes, basically is the Missouri Did you, the did you like give me the knuckles? Did you just put, <laughs> That's yeah. pretty much what happened, honestly. Yeah. And he's like, huh, all right, have a, well, hold on. Let me run your license. I should I should check to make sure you know there's no warrant for you or something. <laughs> and that's when <laughs> thirty three like, oh, movie no. violations. Now that was ancient history at that point. Uh, no, actually, I rolled through a stop sign once and a, a cop. Uh, okay, so I should clarify. I was in the car with my very pregnant wife, who was a high risk pregnancy, and she might have been going to labor. Like it was a very scary situation. So I roll through the light. I, I roll through a stop sign once again. Late, no one's around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cop comes, starts putting our lights, and I pull over. Because that's what you do. I've learned, like, as much as you want to keep driving, if you pull over first, usually it'll be fine. And I pull over, and sure enough, he said, you know, do you want me to pull you over? And I said, I I never admit to him. I was like, no, why? Uh, But then he said, you know, you rolled through that stop sign. I said, well, it's because my wife's here in labor, high-risk pregnancy. And he says, he looked at us, and he went, well, if you're telling the truth, then I'll just let you off with a warning. And and my wife's like, we're telling the truth, officer. And he told you, just let us go. But if so you're a pregnant lying, wife, it totally works. You will burn. Yeah. You will burn for this. You're like, he actually did offer an escort. He says, do, we, do you need an escort? And I said, no, we'll be fine. And, but I was like, oh, oh I you totally should have. I should have. No, you should have. That'd be the best. That'd be fun. Yeah. Jacob, do you got one uh, rule you want to drop by? Tailgating. Like, listen, listen, drivers. If you drive so close behind someone that it makes other people nervous or it, you, like, you know somewhere you shouldn't, but you're thinking it's going to be okay, mm-hmm. you haven't had enough driving experience because all you have to do is blink at the moment that that car hits their brakes and you will hit them. Yeah. And it often, is that close. Often the people in front of you will do it. They'll be jerks just as you're a jerk. They will and they'll brew a brake check. And yeah. then you will. Oh, no. Or they downshift. And then there's no brake lights. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. you can do that really easy. You'll just see the bumper go up a little bit and suddenly the car's slowing down. And it's your fault because if you rear end you someone, you're liable. It's all on you. So you can be. You're, it's very dangerous. Very dangerous. Very like stupid that. thing to if do. If you think get my blood boiling as much as someone riding up behind me and acting. I'm, I'm like, I'm already like going over the speed limit and mm-hmm. they're like. Like, come on, buddy. And I'm like, you chill out, all right? Yeah. Where are you going so fast? They'll yeah. be stopped at the same light pretty soon. Yeah. 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 It's so dangerous. Uh, my next one, uh, learn the zipper method. Yeah. Like zipper merge, like we talked about. I love the zipper method. And if you don't know what the zipper method is, it's one car, then the other car. Like if two, learn, if two lanes are merging, merging, or if like at a concert, you're all trying to leave the parking lot together. If you guys do the zipper method, meaning one car goes, then the other car goes. One side goes, the other side goes. It goes so smoothly, but it's the guys that's like, no, I've been waiting forever. I'm going to go. They're just going to hold up the whole line. Okay, I have a serious question I need you both to answer. Ready. So the freeway is pretty much at a standstill, mm-hmm. and there is the on-ramp that you're on. Mm-hmm. Do you get on as, as soon as you possibly can, or do you go all the way till the on-ramp stops, and you have to get over into the freeway? I kind of turn on the blinker and look for an opening. Like I'm. So like, you kind of... You know, decelerate. Like, yeah, I'm decelerating. Like, I gotta, and then you're looking for any safe here. opening. Yeah, it honestly depends on the ramp, like, and what it looks like, because sometimes the ramps are like instant merges. Yeah, you got some and, time on this one, and so yeah, like some of them, like it goes and goes and goes for like half a mile. But then you're cheating everyone else, and everyone's exactly. kind of mad at you. Exactly, that's that's the whole thing. Except, but I don't, I don't do that. I don't except, go to the end. I'll merge as soon as it's convenient. I found this out because I went on a rant one time. I think it was on Facebook years ago, where I was talking about the people that drive all the way to the front of, like, say the lane is closing. Yes, and they're driving all the way to the front instead of getting over and then i was like what the heck these jerks and i come to find out i was wrong you're supposed to like let the people who go all the way to the front in 
Like that's the way it's supposed mm-hmm. to work because it helps the traffic flow smoother instead of everyone kind of breaking, yeah. waiting for people to get in. So yeah. that was my but my bad. I didn't. But you know can that. secretly curse them, and I do. I waited this long. It's, it's the same way I curse people who get in the faster shopping lane. I'm just like, oh, come on, lucky. Yeah. <laughs> so I want. Uh, Are we green? Have we have we greenlit everything? We yeah, talked we about have so far? because okay. I feel like everyone should just because this is the general yeah, one. Be yeah. normal, right? Uh, so this one should be obvious, but stay in the right lane unless you're passing. This is a but freeway, like a for example, oh, okay. like two or three lanes. Stay on the far left lane. But yeah, the, the left lanes are for passing. Granted, I feel like the middle lane is kind of safe ground. Yeah. You know, you're going to have a lot ride of, the middle lane. Do you? Mm-hmm. Because then you can, you know, pass someone on the right. You can Uh-oh. pass on the left. You're not supposed what? to pass on the right. Oh, well, you're not supposed to. But sometimes you have to. Sometimes you're not supposed because to. Because people don't follow the rules. <laughs> Every time you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to. Still, sometimes we do. Yeah. This is another one of my rules here. Do not cross the double lines in the carpool lane. You are not special. You're not better than anyone else. That is <laughs> <Wait>. law. <laughs> yeah, I know it's the law, but not to get in because I feel no, like you wait till the, the till you can like the but we're okay. Merged. Sometimes I get, I get panicked in the carpool lane because sometimes sometimes I'm like I need to get off at the next exit. Oh no! The, nope. You go to the next dotted the, line. The dotted if you missed your exit. Not you missed your exit. That's mean. I cheated tonight on the way here. Yeah. No. I did because here's what I usually do on the way up. I go in the carpool lane because I've got a sticker for the electric car, and so it's like I can stay there. And so that's what I do because it's very convenient. Yeah, one time I saw, control. Jacob, I saw Jacob driving by himself in the carpool and I'm like, oh, that idiot. You <laughs> that don't jerk. really get a sticker, do you? Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah. Yeah. He gets yeah. electric car sticker so yeah. you can drive there. What? Yeah. I'm getting one of those. Yeah. You don't right. have an electric car. Doesn't matter. I'm getting a sticker. <laughs> you can just pay for it. Anyway, so I like, yeah, on the way here tonight, there's usually, I have to exit a little soon because, exit the carpool, I mean, because it doesn't give you enough time. Like, mm-hmm. I have to go across six lanes in like a tenth of a mile yeah. in order to catch it. And I'm there and I'm like, oh, dang it, I didn't get out in time. And yeah, I'm then like, what? I, I look at the clock. I'm like, next I'm, exit. I'm five minutes late already. Next oh. exit. No, I cut across. No, yellow. Do not cross the. There wasn't. There wasn't much lines. traffic. Yeah, yeah. I did. I, I really try but not to do that though. I do yeah, that only if there's. Do it. Like, You're locked in. If you're in those double lines, there's two white well, lines. They're not, no. they're not locked real. In. Like this is this is an arbitrary if, thing. In my when I create worlds in the future, <laughs> those lanes are gonna like pop up a brick wall when someone tries to cross over. You're more them. passionate about this than most anything else. I really. It's a big pet peeve. In fact, one of my favorite moments, my wife and I were driving. She's, she hates it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but someone did that. They totally crossed out of the... We in were, an unsafe way? Or do they have total... No, they were like, basically passing someone. They're like, oh, I'm going to get around you. So then they they pass out of the double white lines. Yeah. Cop. Pulled them over. See? That's fine. One of the most delicious yep, yep, moments I've ever had in my life in a car. of like, ah, See, yes. There are consequences, <laughs> but I don't think it should be outright banned. That's why they have the double line. I'm glad Jake got here when he did. And he had to cross that double line to do so. Yeah, I, I would have been, been, been five minutes later. Yeah. I mean, not, no, I couldn't look, think of you that much less of you, but this is getting down there. <laughs> but here's the thing, though, is like these lines, these rules are made to help us, right? And if they're inhibiting us in a way that isn't beneficial, Jacob, then there's no that's value a lot of, That's a lot of justification that's, right that's there. That's exactly what Jacob's mom said about him. It's like, if a rule doesn't make sense to him, he doesn't follow it. And that's, well, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but double lines. I mean, I, we were, that like, is a green light. That's. It's, it's that's a yellow. mine. Don't do totally that. yellow. Yeah. Yeah. No. There needs to be some leeway on that one. Making self approved. <laughs> yeah. No. Being self approved. You yeah. can cross. Just watch out for cops. No. And Joel. Yes. I hope you both get pulled over. Joel. I hope you. I wish you both get pulled over the next time you do that. I, well, I see. I don't do it, but sometimes if you got to do it, no, you I do it. Very no. rarely. Is and, there unless it's an emergency, like let's say someone is dying, and you have to get to a hospital. Sure. Cross yeah. four lanes of traffic and go over the, the two lines. Don't do it otherwise. I know a lot of people that have been involved in accidents based on someone who is texting while driving. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about this because this is really it's it's a big elephant. Well, in the yeah, road. this is rampant. Yeah, and you know there are things that uh, honestly I like I Marco Polo in the car 
because I'll just kind of hold the phone and I won't look at it. I'll just kind of hold the phone there and just talk. Right. Mm -hmm. And I know in a lot of states you can't do, you can't even have the phone up to your ear. You can't be on the phone in any sort of way. Which discriminates against cars made pre 1999. (laughs) A little bit. (laughs) Because I can't do Bluetooth in my car. I actually hate doing Bluetooth in my car because it never sounds quite right. Like the speaker's always a little bit off. But I don't know. So don't text and drive. That should be hard and fast rule. But why is it not? With you guys specifically. Wait, well, you're assuming we're both breaking this rule? Yes. You both cross white. Yeah. I would say <laughs> everyone breaks this rule unless they've personally been uh, like in an accident because of it. I try my best not to text and drive. In mm-hmm. fact, some of those, like I think I tweeted this out the other day where I just said the easiest way to hit every green light on the way to work is trying to text someone at a red light. Oh, be like, yeah. I'm like, okay, next red light, yes. next red light. And then I'm like flying through the lights. I'm like, oh, I got to text somebody. Drives me nuts. Yeah. But you do text like when you're stopped. Yeah, yeah. Not when you're like on the road and you need to like watch and someone's Joel, in front of you. Joel, this is quite a divergence from the double white lines to no, no, it's okay I'm, to I'm text parked. sometimes. I'm stopped. So only when you're stopped. Yeah, not, but not parked. But you mean the, when you come to a stop in the car. What if you're looking down and it turns green and then everyone behind then get you gets angry? On. I get honked at and that's one of my big fears. So if I am texting, I so many typos fly out if I'm doing a red light text. Yeah. Because I just need to get it out because I'm like so nervous that it's going to turn out I'm going to get honked at, which is like a big fear for me. Mm-hmm. Some of those anxiety things. This is a goal I'd like to work on. Going to drive behind you and just honk. <laughs> like, I don't I don't text a lot, but I, I'm like, well, what am I doing? Because if I'm going on like a longer drive, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll pull my phone out. Maybe even if it's a road trip or something to stay awake, like I'll text someone real quick. And Wait, so you're drowsy and texting? Yeah. This well, is not good. <laughs> I'm saying this is not good. For instance, swerving in and case. out of lanes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. But I don't know. I don't know why I don't. Should have got lane assist. Why I'm not better at this because this is something that I should follow. Mm-hmm. But I feel like everyone and and I also judge people in other cars when they are looking down. Oh, I hate I'm like that. you're on your phone. I'm like oh, I'm, I'm going to text my my friends right now and tell them you're on the phone. <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> I'm posting this to Instagram. What's up? Yeah, yeah, but I this is a goal I'd actually like to work on because it's something that sadly I do not green light in my daily life, but I should. Jake, do you text and drive at all? Yes, he does. Joel, how dare you assume such <laughs> a thing? How many times have I told you, Jacob, while we're messaging, don't text and drive, Jacob? You're like, it's fine. It's fine. No, listen. So I'm, I'm kind of like, uh, no, actually, it's not really like Kins. Like I, I, there's very specific parameters. Mm-hmm. And if I feel like it meets those parameters, I will do it to a limited degree if there's a need for it. Like, for instance, I'm driving back. If there's a need for it. Hey, guys. I got a funny idea for a show. No, that's a need for sure. That that totally qualifies. (laughs) That donut was terrible. So so like say like again, like I'm in the carpool lane. It's late. There's not a lot of traffic. I can see. And there's those two lines that give you a little extra buffer. The two lines. No, No, this is a joke, everyone. (laughs) Uh, So no, like I can, I can very successfully, very safely when I see there's no cars in front of me, like I can, I can send a couple of texts or something while I'm doing that. And yes, that is technically against I mean that's an official law, right? It is. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. And so, and we just admitted. But if I'm, you just admitted to it. On if I'm, if I'm driving in like real traffic or something, no, I, that'd be crazy. Yeah, you know, like yeah. no way. Or a residential zone with like kids. No, like, never in a residential that. zone. I'll do it on a freeway way sooner than that. Like if there's if there's homes, I'm do, I'm doing that. No way. My my eyes are up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you never know. You eyes never know what's. No, you never be. know. The, the yeah. unexpected. That's is what Ken's always telling me. Yeah, eyes up you here. You never know. Yeah, you never know. All right, so that should be greenlit. We just don't always do it, but still, we need to greenlight it. Yeah. I think yeah. we all need to be better about it. Well, I'm, I well, think you guys, I, I do the like, voice, well, I do voice text thing. a lot. Which yeah. you, guys, you guys have seen my voice to text. It's really funny. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> I, never voice to text sense. is what it is. Whenever I'm doing that, it's always voice to text. So is you're it? not even. Oh, yeah. Always. Hmm. 
Oh, okay. not like exclusively voice to text. I think I think more of you now, Jacob. Oh, okay, thanks. Also, you were pretty low, but now you're like, you know, uh, like one notch above low. All right, what does the speed limit mean to you guys? So, first of all, pay attention to the speed limit because mm-hmm. my wife will attest to this that every time we drive, and I'm just like, I just want to go the speed limit. And I'm like, tracked by four cars who are going like 65 on the freeway. I'm like, it's 70 now, people. Yes, 70. But I generally will go between. 70 to se- or 70 to 77 on the freeway like seven over i think yeah. is it ballpark for me that's do you feel like that's fine. a legal limit like if a cop pulled you over and you were going 77 no they'd be like why would you do this they, they, actually, they pull you over for going one over yeah they, they can pull you over mostly mm-hmm. they have rules that say five to seven over is the, the top of the the buffer yeah. I, I talked to a cop about this and i said what's the rule and he said they can pull you over for going the speed limit honestly if you don't feel you're going safe and he said it's just a matter of you know what the flow of traffic is and things like that Hmm. He said some cops can just pull you over, though. Yeah, they can do whatever they want. Because I feel like some people see the speed limit, and that's if the they speed maximum. catch you, right, Jacob? Yeah! That's right, that's right. <laughs> Only if they catch you. Uh, I did have a cop pull me over one time. This was, in, this was actually just a few years ago. And for some reason, I was, I was kind of annoyed by it. Usually, I'm, I'm more just, like, submissive and, like, yeah, what can I, mm-hmm. you know, like, yep, you know, sorry, officer, whatever, whatever's going on. This time, I, I pulled through a red light. The, right, the light turned red while I was in the intersection, which means it's legal. Right. I don't know if you guys realize a lot of people get this rule wrong, actually. Yeah. So this is a good one to cover. I heard that's a fake rule. No, that, no proceed that, with caution. No, no, no. It's, then, it's it, as long as you're in the intersection when it turns red, that is a legal and safe pass. I always feel good about it. So personally, yeah. now, <laughs> if, if, if it turns red before you hit the intersection, mm-hmm. then no, then you've broken it. Then you're running a red light. I, heard, but, I remember hearing it was like three. If your car is three fourths of the way through into the intersection, I'm like, how do they measure that? No, no. As long as you're in the intersection. So I'm turning left in, in Salt Lake and, and it turns red. It's close. Honestly, it turns red when I'm about halfway through and a uh, cop comes up behind me and he's like, I uh, took that light pretty fast. And I and so I was like, that was perfectly legal. I was already in the intersection when it was red. And he got so mad. Instantly, he was like, well, I could still give you a ticket for uh, reckless uh, endangerment or something like that. And yeah, it's because they don't talk to me. And then say, I'm Sorry. like, and I'm like, yeah, you really can just like make stuff up, can't you? Like, OK, you were out of control. Here's a ticket. Yeah. Good luck. Well, yeah. it's because you, you spoke to the cop in a very forthcoming way. Like you were very co- confident. Yeah. I feel like you need to be a little more submissive. That's usually what well, it is. And I feel although, although I did have the good luck with the guy with in Idaho, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, honestly, I feel bad uh, for a lot of police officers because I feel like day in and day out, they deal with anyone they talk to just does not want to talk to them. Is mad at them or hates them. Or oh, yeah. Wants it to sucks. Hurt them. It's the worst job ever. And I'm like, I can only imagine just getting tired of that after a while. And everyone you pull over, you're just like, Ugh. well, the highway patrol is like the telemarketers of the road. Huh? Like they're the worst. Like they have a quota they need to reach, and so oh, they're gonna instead true. of protecting the community, they're gonna give someone a, a ticket. People across the white lines. <laughs> You're calling Get him, people. Get him, officers. Joel's got him on speed dial. <laughs> ah, hey, call it in. Joel's texting at a red light. It's a no, black Mazda. If you pay attention to the speed limit, go with the flow of traffic. And I think that's a common courtesy thing. It's a green light thing of just like just, I do five seven over. That's yeah. what you said, Joel Kent. Yeah, I go five to nine. Five to nine. Yeah. 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 I think that's fine because what drives me nuts. Sometimes I'm gonna go a little faster. What drives me nuts though is when I'm you know in the in the faster lanes and I'm already going like 75 and someone comes up like you know sure 85 or something. I don't know how fast they're going, but then they pass me and fly past. I'm like, really? Do you really need to get that place really fast? We're gonna catch right up to you when we get off that exit. Yeah, it's true story. But anyway, Um, 
Other lump I have, uh, just don't come to a complete stop before turning. Ugh. I hate that so much when you're driving behind someone and they're, they're pulling into like a, a restaurant parking lot and yeah. there is a shoulder and they're like slowing down to almost a crawl, turning on their blinker and then stopping and then turning. And I'm like, you just interrupted my flow of traffic. Yeah. How yeah. dare you? Yeah. Yeah. That's just bad driving. Yeah. There's a lot of bad drivers. I, honestly, I cannot wait until just robots are driving us around everywhere. I actually look forward to that too. Yeah. I think it'll be a lot of fun. I, I really will enjoy that because I'm all about yeah, efficiency. Yeah. I just want to do other stuff while there I'm driving. There was a death literally yesterday in a self-driving car. Yep. In a Tesla self-driving car. Way to bring the room down. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw, Make I it think, morbid. I saw a headline about that, but it was for an old one though. Yeah. Can I get up on a soapbox real quick then? Oh, sure. <clears throat> Here's my soapbox. Okay, okay, here we go. All right, we're ready. Is this a Joel rant? I'm like, a little I'm excited. Bit. I'm going to get to the Joel rant here. I hear a lot, and I hear it because I live in the state of Utah. You I hear a lot huge of huge ears, so you hear yes, all sorts I, of I things. I do a lot of, I hear yeah. a lot of things. Yeah. But I hear a lot of people here in Utah say all the time, bash on Utah drivers and say, Utah drivers are the worst drivers yeah, in the world. We are the worst. We're, Utah drivers are so terrible. And I'm like, look, okay, I'm just going to say this right now. That is an easy joke. It's a tired joke. And it's based on subjective opinion, not objective data. Do tell. I just feel like every state, they think their state is the worst driver because that's what they interact with on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. I, I think if you say Utah drivers are the worst drivers in the world, it shows maybe you haven't driven many places in the world before. It's not really true. Like, do me a favor, turn off local results and go to Google and just search for worst drivers in the United States or worst states or worst drivers. I feel like you have an article. I have I'm four. Doing it right now. You have, I have four? four articles. Joel I'm Research. Not, I'm not going to read them all, but it's just one of those things where I keep hearing this. And I've, I've driven, I don't know, 30-something states and then over in Europe as well. Would you say you've had a bad experience in every single one of these these places? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I've had really good experiences. Uh, like, I, I can't think of it. Like, Idaho. I remember I used to love driving Idaho because I was like, oh, yeah, people are great up here. They get over. Mm -hmm. And then Texas, I had some terrible experiences down in Houston. Um, so, I've you know, I've driven a bunch of different places. I'm not saying this from my personal experience. I want to give objective data here. So, on this one side I read... They did it based on four metrics, which was percentage of insured drivers in the state, number of DUI arrests every per thousand drivers, frequency of residents to use search engines to find terms such as speeding ticket or traffic ticket, and the number of fatalities per 100,000 miles was another factor. Okay. The top 10 states with the worst drivers were almost all located in the south, with Mississippi, Alabama, and California being the, the top three. Utah was number 41. In another site I went to where they once again did a couple different metrics based on... Uh, Can I add Missouri? I pulled that one up just now. Missouri is number 10 Yeah, there. And it is definitely worse than Utah. Yeah. And so this one, another fact, they used a bunch of factors. Montana was number one. Uh, Arizona and Louisiana were two and three. Uh, Utah was number 44. Actually, and this one, this one actually, it said uh, Utah ranked best in the country for lowest number of drunk driving deaths. So... Okay. Uh, this other one, another key factors they used, uh, once again, I, I could read all this, but I, if you want them, I can give you the sites. But New Mexico, South Carolina, Arizona were the top three, and then Utah was number 43. I think the highest one I saw, this is the highest one I saw, this was from Forbes, and it was based on accidents, speeding tickets, DUIs, citations, and fatalities. Maine, South Carolina, and Nebraska were number one. And Utah was number nine. That was the highest I ever saw it on any list was number nine. Nine, really? So everyone who keeps bashing on well, Utah drivers... Well, can I, can I play devil's advocate for just a second here? Please Joel? do. Because your data is all about... I mean, it's, it's just that. It's quantitative data. Right. This isn't like what you'd call like in research, like qualitative experiences. But it's how do you get objective data in each state? So it's, it is. It is a good way to do that. But it doesn't encapsulate the 
culture of people driving. Right. So, I mean, maybe there is something to the culture of the way people drive here, which is what they're talking about. And that's what I'm saying. Based on my personal experience, mm-hmm. California was awful. Uh, yes. Texas had a lot of bad experiences. New York was... I'm not a New York driver. Right. And so, you know, and they're mostly, you know, mass commutes anyway, but... Well, yeah, and I feel like, the, like, as far as culture goes, like, when I go to California, I notice that everyone is a little more aggressive, maybe aggressive, knows what they're yeah. doing a little bit faster, like their motor control mm-hmm. is a little bit better, but they are meaner, and so you have to kind of be fast along with them. Yeah. And a lot of Utah drivers are not ready for that. Well, and I feel like people base Utah drivers off of, like, Provo, for example, which isn't fair. Which is basically mini California now. Because, because it's, yeah. it's a melting yeah. pot of a bunch of different drivers coming together, a bunch of different college-age drivers mm-hmm. getting Listen, together in the same I, spot. I think we'll all agree, driving in Utah County is a bummer. Well, driving it is the worst. is terrible. I mean, and the, the construction's bad. Yeah, the freeway is the worst. But the thing is, it's based on our own limited experience. So mm-hmm. I can only speak from my experience and and the objective data here. But every time people well, like throw out that easy joke of like, Utah drivers are the worst, I'm like, are they though? It's where we drive every day. So of course, we're going to have complaints about what we do yeah. every single day. Yeah. No, right. good point. There's my soapbox. Oh, can, uh, one other thing about this. My Utah, drivers, Utah drivers in the rain. I don't know what it is. It's like it rains so infrequently. Like, again, Missouri, <laughs> no, I grew up, the rain was constant. And people don't change anything. Oh, it's raining. Yeah, we'll just keep driving. No, I actually blame the uh, people who make the traffic, the lines for the traffic. Like, you can't see the lines when <laughs> it rains. Oh, really? Like, that's a whole nother show. That's a rant. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll save it for our rains on the lines. <laughs> I, I see yeah. people slow down more in the rain than they do in the snow. It's yeah. like snow. Yeah, we're used to this. No problem. Yeah, we got this. Go I, ahead. Know. Rain, I know, guys. Everyone stop. There's water. Yeah. I know yeah, for a fact, I, though, they're, I'm going to get rants from people being like, oh, you're so wrong. I've driven places and Utah drivers the worst. Okay. Keep your subjective opinion. That's fine. But just know that it's just a tired joke. Yeah. So, okay. So I have a whole bunch of passenger rules. If we can move right along with Let's that. Let's jump right into it. Uh, I'll go over my, my in the car rules. Do you just want to run, run through them real quick? Yeah. Okay. Uh, don't gasp or yell if you're a passenger and I'm the driver. Oh, like, that's oh. the worst. He's like, oh, what's wrong? I saw a bird. <laughs> <laughs> no. And you hit your brakes like immediately. Yeah. I've yeah, had that out. experience. It's so Basically, bad. just don't distract the driver. Driver controls the music. Okay. Thank you. That is my number one. Because the driver is the DJ. I think, Jacob, your boys said it best. Mm-hmm. Uh, driver is driver's the DJ. Uh, shotgun shuts his cake hole. Is that what it is? Oh, yeah. yeah driver Dean. picks the music. Shotgun shuts his cake It's a supernatural reference. Yeah. And there was some dissension on this. Some people say the passenger should be the DJ. Some people say no the driver way. should be the DJ. If someone is made to drive, they get to choose the music. I would say the one exception on that is like when I'm dating someone, I kind of want to know what their music tastes are so I can judge them. And I'm like, <laughs> You're like why don't you, so you choose the music? Them? And yeah. you have like a little notepad. Yeah. And I'm like, like oh, your critic screening notepad. No, I literally am. And I'm like, oh, she likes Post Malone. Really? Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe I'll, I'll be DJ again. You just don't have fun to listen to Carl Malone. That's, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. But no, that's green that. Okay, good. Because I think that, to me, the driver's doing all the work. Mm-hmm. Let them listen to the music they love. Yeah. Help calm their nerves. And it's like a customized car experience if you're going with that driver. And you, if you don't like the music of the driver, don't, don't go with them yeah. anymore. There might be an exception on road trips. We'll get into that. Yes. And then keep smells to a minimum in the, in the car rule. Like, don't spray a bottle of perfume or... Jacob, let one go. This is a road trip rule, I think. Because I don't think if you're going to... Uh, on a five-minute drive. It doesn't take very long for someone to mess up a car ride. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you're driving, by the, when you're driving I by the refineries. Like, I feel like people can wait. Yeah, but the refineries, that's the easy pass. That's <laughs> most, when you're, like, you're like, that's what Oh, you, man. Must be refinery. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, those, I, I really only had those three, Kent. So let's run through yours. So driver's DJ, like you said, eating is allowed if the driver allows it. But do not open your bag of fast food in the car, even fries, unless the driver says it's okay. Because that's some drivers call. are very meticulous about that. We're I'm yeah. greenlining this. Yeah, again. There's a lot of greenlining. Don't go through someone's glove compartment or center Why? console. 
Why would you? I've had some people do it. I'm like, what? What, what are you doing? That's... Well, like dates or something? They're like, you, got, you have a gun in here? <laughs> That's <laughs> no, your story. This isn't Jacob's car. <laughs> so definitely don't do that. Yeah. The uh, light. If you borrow a car, even for a little bit of time, and granted, we all have our own cars and everything, but in times where someone needs to borrow your car, mm-hmm. even if they go for like a couple miles, they should probably fill it up. Yeah. Do you think? Well, wait, wait, wait. Fill it up or add gas? Fill it up. I don't know about fill it up. So I'd they borrow light. your car. I, I think add gas listen, is the listen, you, you, Say you drive five miles with somebody's car, it's on empty, and then you spend $50 to fill it up. Wouldn't that be nice? Like $30 is probably the average cost. It depends what the car is. And I feel like yours costs more than 30, probably. It's about 30. So if you borrow a car for a day, for example, and then all of a sudden you as the owner of the car gets it back and you're like, it's full, I would let them borrow the car again. But if it's well, just yeah, like, because they just gave you money, I if would, it's just I would say out, putting it back for the favor, though, I would say putting the gas tank yes. back to where it was is expected. A little yeah. disappointing. I think, filling but it up, I think it should be more. I think, I think, I'm fill, I think filling that. it up is, is going the extra mile. Yeah, it's yeah. like I, I think of it as a monetary like donation. It's like, oh, they let me borrow the car for an hour. Here's 25 bucks back into gas. Yeah, or that's 20, great. 20 bucks back in. 20 bucks would be great. Yeah, something like that. But I mean, like mine, like because you have the CX-5, mm-hmm. I, the 9, mine, it takes me 45 bucks to fill that up. Yeah. What? You know? Yeah. How big's your tank? Apparently big enough to hold that much. That's I'm not. Electric. I'm not going to borrow Jake's car. No, that's a different one. Oh, that's, oh yeah, that's the other one. Yeah. Sorry. No, the 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 vault holds like seven gallons okay. or something. Uh, it's tiny. Fill that up then. If someone calls shotgun, no battle. There is no battle. Like saying no battle is just as sacred as a pinky swear. <laughs> no battle. Who yeah. cares about that? I do because then if you say battle, you got to do. Yeah, because if someone's like, like why are you saying no battle? Okay. That, that feel that doesn't feel right to me because it's like shotgun. Oh, battle. Okay, then this is yeah, fair. battle. Then you have a Rochambeau. No, now you say two out of no three. battle. Like yeah, no, you said you have to say shotgun. No I'm battle. afraid of playing this game with you. I might lose. I actually get really violent. Like I'm like yeah. If I say shotgun, no battle, and someone runs to the shotgun. What are you doing? No, no, no. If you say shotgun, no, that's, that's law. That's if you call shotgun, yeah. you get shotgun. Yeah. And also, you, you can't call shotgun until you actually walk outside of a building. You can't call shotgun until the car is in sight. Yes, exactly. That's our rule in my in family. Sight, it has huh? to be in sight. Because like, we'd get all the time where we walk it out, like, out of the mall. We're just barely getting towards the doors. My brother would be like, shotgun. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Uh, also, climate controls in the car. How do you guys feel about this? Should the passenger ever touch the climate controls? Speaking, I was going to say, speaking of our Is this a work, guest or is it like family in the car? With you? Well, no, that's what I was going to say. This uh, A friend at work, uh, she said that people get into a car and just start messing with the thermostat right away. And I was like, who does that? Yeah. That's not cool. Hmm. Yeah, that so, isn't cool. I would say don't mess with the temperature. Uh, drive, driver. Especially like just a guest or it's re- not a yeah, normal thing. You can yeah. request, hey, it's a little hot. Can I turn on the air? That's fine. But don't do it without doing it. Unless you're in an established relationship mm-hmm. where you can like eat each other's food at a restaurant, then it's fine. Yeah. Climate controls, whoever wants to control it. Right. It's nice with it. new cars because you can actually mess with the right or yeah. left side and whatnot. Do you guys like the seat heaters? Do you guys like those? I never yes. remember I have them. I do not like I, them. I use it. You don't it's, like it's them? It's amazing. It makes me feel like something's wrong with my body. <laughs> it's warm down there. <laughs> it's like, why, why am I feeling weird? Am I sitting on a pizza box? Yeah. It's really <laughs> What's going weird? on here? You don't like them? I don't like them. You've never had them, though, I right? I them. So have you oh, had... you do? Well, my, yeah, what our do you family have? car does. Oh, okay. It's a Honda Odyssey. And so does it sit outside or is it in the garage? It's in the garage. Okay, see, that's the difference. That's the difference because the best time for it is you go out in the morning, you start mm-hmm. the car, turn on the seat warmers. The car's still cold, but the seat's gotten warm. Oh, yeah. It makes a that. huge difference. I just It feels unnatural. As the driver, it's the devil's though, chair. <laughs> as the driver, if I'm on a date, I'll say, hey, you, if it's hot or cold, you can mess with that. And so I just... That's what you say to all your dates, regardless. <laughs> if it's hot or cold, not. you let me know. Say hot or cold. <laughs> <laughs> but those are those are mine. I mean, no, I have a lot I more variations those are, of those. Those are all normal-ish. Yeah. And also, passengers probably shouldn't comment on your speed. 
like as the driver, they shouldn't be like, oh, going a little fast, aren't well, we? Backseat drivers are a little are the worst, but at yeah. the same time, sometimes you need that little reminder. So I'm gonna say, do you? Light. Oh, Joel does it. That's what he's saying. No, I actually don't. I, I'm I'm the one that, like will the will pantomime like stepping on the brake. Whatever like, you were saying that to me, you're like going a little fast, aren't we? And I'm like, it's driven, only 115. Jacob, we've never I, driven together in my life. No, that's not true. We have <laughs> one time, maybe. Yeah, yeah we definitely have. Uh, let's talk some road trip rules. Uh, my basic is uh, on a road trip, you need three basic snack groups. You're chocolatey, you're fruity, mm-hmm. you're salty. If you have those three, like my wife will always say, what should I get? I'm like, as long as you get something from those three food groups, snack groups, Does I'm fruity fine. mean gummy bears? Fruity can mean gummy bears, uh, but it can also be like, you know, just like jelly beans or like lifesavers or something just with the fruity flavor. Yeah. Just so you have the variety. Mm-hmm. I will say, though, if I get some, a strong smell in the car, like if I eat gummies in the car too much, I'll get car sick a lot of times. I get to motion sickness when I get like strong smells in the cars. Okay. Or, you don't create smells in the car after no, that. No, but no, no. Yeah. Like, I know my triggers. Yeah. Like I know my triggers of, of getting car sick. If I read, if I eat gummies, if there's strong smells, if it's hot, if I'm breathing hot air, okay. I get sick very easily. So I don't know. That's my snack thing. It's not really a rule, but it's just more advice. Yeah. Salty, fruity, chocolatey, and you're going to be set. Those are your, those are your road trip rules. That's it. That, well, no, that's my, that's my, my snack rules. Okay. Okay. What else you got? Take a pit stop when we make a pit stop. So if we're like, okay, we're pulling over here, and this is mostly for my kids, mm-hmm. but it's like we're pulling over here, everyone go to the bathroom because I don't want to get two miles down the road and have yeah. it be like, oh, yeah. I have to go to the bathroom. Like, well, when there's 16 kids, there. I mean, it's like you have to do that. Yeah. Otherwise, you would stop every We're in miles. three cars. Are yeah. you more likely to stop at a gas station or at an actual road stop, like a rest area? I prefer a gas station. Yeah, rest areas creep me out. Yeah, they're a little creepy. Mm-hmm. We, got, we got a creepy That's vibe like worst case one. scenario, right? Stop I mean, a, it's like... They're all, there's a rest stop. I'm like, oh, no, my please gosh, don't. I really have to go. So I guess that'll have to do. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. let's just cross our fingers. We don't die. Yeah, I might die today or get a disease. Um, so, yeah, green light that one. You guys good with that yeah. one? Yeah. Mix it up is what this is what I was going to say. The driving. This, well, the driving, sure. Unless someone's cool with driving the whole time. But, but what's what's the whole time? I feel like there should be a limit that you should offer to drive. No, you should offer to drive. Like, like oh, let's say you're going to stop? Vegas and yep. it's a six hour drive. Right. Do you ever in that six hours offer to drive as a passenger? I would say every time we make a stop, sure. you could say, hey, do you want me to drive for a bit? Yeah. I, I usually or go halfway. Halfway if someone's going for three hours, I'm like, do you want me to drive? Yeah. And then usually people decline or say, yeah, yeah, I'm a little tired. But at least offer. Yes. Yeah. Uh, also with the music, I was going to say the driver controls the music. But if you are the driver on a road trip, mix it up. Let other people take turns. It makes for such happy passengers. So I actually then uh, instill a one hour DJ rule. And That's so good. everyone gets an hour of their music and then it's a passenger and it's generally just me and someone else. But I'm, I'm kind of a jerk though. Like from okay. my family, cause I'm like, my kids are watching whatever in the back. Yeah. My wife falls asleep like 12 times. Yeah. You're just going to own that. And so I'm just like, I'm just listening to this book. You're like, I'm just going to listen to a bacon sale. I'm over burning and over this again. book. Yeah. Or yeah. a podcast. I'm like, I'm just so listening. you do make other people listen to your audio book. No, cause they're watching the, the movie or my wife is falling asleep or she has her headphones on. But like, mm-hmm. I'm like. I'm just I'm with you. This. That's what I do. Are you okay if people do go to sleep in the passenger seat on a road trip? Not a problem. You don't want them to stay up and keep you occupied? No. Like well, only I'm if fine. it's serious. If it's like, like yeah, okay. I'll no, I'll, it's three AM, we're pulling an all nighter. I'm not yeah, doing so let's good. Talk. My wife is wonderful because yep. she'll be like, Is it are you okay if I take a nap? She'll always ask. That's great. You should I'm always like, ask yeah. as yep. a passenger. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh and then this is just me, the teleporter in me. Let's make good time, please. <laughs> Like, I want to get there. Like, I'm not the... I do enjoy the open road, but I'm definitely one of those that's like, let's see how much time we can burn off by the time we get there. So drive through fast food at some point instead of stopping to eat somewhere. For example, mm-hmm. you know, get out, stretch your legs means just get out, run around the car for a bit, hop back in. Let's keep moving. Let's make good yeah. time. 
I'm definitely that type of person. Okay. No stopping to see the sights. Because yeah, it's all about if, the destination right there. Right? Well, it's it, sometimes. Yeah. Well, there are times like we were driving cross country one time. Uh, we were driving from Florida uh, down across the southern coast and then up to Utah. And uh, we, we had a couple appointments we had to get to. And then once that was over, we're like, let's just stop at random places. So we went to like, you know, went to New Orleans. And it's fun okay. to do that when you're doing it on purpose. Went to the Tabasco factory, like, you know, got alligator at some random restaurant. It was just kind of fun to like just wander. Yeah. So there are times for wandering, but most of the time I'm like, let's make good time. How do you guys stay awake when you're pulling these all-nighters? I'm always awake at night anyways. Like for me, it's caffeine and mm-hmm. I like night driving. And so I'm just, I'm good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if it's a great audiobook or just the mm-hmm. best kind of music. Yeah. I'm a gum chewer. I gum chew a lot of gum and then I'll like, I'll sing to stay awake. Uh, but if I get drowsy, I'm definitely not a drive through the night kind of guy. Mm. I'm more of a, let's pull over, let's get a hotel room. Oh, I'm a drive through the night for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. I'm yeah, not. Let's I'm, get this done. Yeah. I, it wears on me. Also speaking of driving in the night, uh, what about high beams? Do you guys have a rule? Like when you turn on the high beams, you're on the open road, for example. I used to use high beams all the time in Missouri. It was a part of like every day when you were driving. Because there'd be them. no other car. Because there's no other car. Yeah. Or, or it'd be like, oh, because you're driving in the country, like mm-hmm. country highway, swerving around. You got to watch out for animals, whatever else. Out here, I never have a chance. It's like, what am I going to do? It on the freeway in the city? Like I never yeah. turn my high beams on. I think if a car's like a half mile away, like you can actually kind of see their lights, it's probably best to not use high beams. No, no, no you shouldn't. No, if you can, if you can see tail lights, if you can make like see the people in the car, yeah. don't turn on. Don't your do it. You yeah. can see the people unless the there's someone in the back seat with a knife, and you have to flicker on your high beams to keep them <laughs> stabbing <laughs> the person. All right, so oh, for, hold on, hold on. I want to yeah. go back to the staying awake yeah. because I I used to have to deal with this all the time. I tried everything in the whole world, you know, like uh, temperatures and different things and books and everything like that. Because as a teenager, I used to have to drive like miles and miles and miles every half to I ended up doing it here you guys want to hear the craziest thing now there's a cost for this but this is how you really stay awake when you're driving all night morphine Are you ready or not morphine no caffeine <laughs> you, you drink a lot of soda and you basically have to go to the bathroom yes that yeah, is that's it. what it I figured that is yeah. it works it works so well because you're there in pain there is no way to sleep if you have to pee. But you get so angry. Oh my gosh, it's the worst. You get agitated, it hurts. And you're like, Wait, okay, like what's the line? How long do you let this go? Well, no, like that's what you have to figure out. It's like, okay, what's the line where it's like, am I causing my body harm or am I just uncomfortable? You know, and that's the line you have <laughs> to find. That's what I would do. And it works so well. If you really can't stay awake, try that. You know what you used to do as teenagers? Yeah. We used to say freeze out. We'd all take off our shirts. My, yeah. Me and my guy friends. I'll take off our shirts. And we'd roll down all the windows. In I'm going to use that. Yeah. Freeze out. We'd all take off our shirts. And then we'd roll down the windows in the winter and just drive with like all the windows Mercy. open and no shirts on. And it was freezing. But we yeah. all, no, no yeah, that was always I did that as a teenager. We, I did a we did a sweat out once as well. Oh, God, that sounds miserable. I'm going to use that too. It was so bad. Uh, so I actually got drowsy a couple of years ago. I went to like San Francisco and I was driving the Pacific Coast Highway. I was all by myself, mm-hmm. middle of the night. And I was getting really, really tired. And I'm like right along the ocean side, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, don't fall asleep. Like you're going to drive right into the ocean and that's bad news in this rental car. And so I keep getting out. Any and car, I, really. Yeah, really. <laughs> and I would get out of the car and just do like jumping jacks yeah. and kind of run back and forth. Yeah. But it wasn't working. I actually, this was like a really bad scenario for me because I generally don't get drowsy. But I pulled off into this business district and just fell asleep in this parking lot for yeah. like a few hours. And that's all I could do. No, and oh, that's, so that's what you have to do. I've done that if for you, sure. If you get drowsy, I'm going to tell you right now, fighting it for long periods of time no, don't do it. is not good for you. Like, yeah. No, it's you, not. You're going you're gonna to doze off. So it's so much, over, it's so much take better take a nap. Because yeah. there's no worse feeling than all of a sudden being like, you know, the snapping out of it, even after a half second of your eyes yeah. kind of shutting. Mm-hmm. And you're like, it's scary. What am I doing? It's yeah. terrifying. Yeah, it's it, like you're out of your body and a lot that happens to a lot of people. One of the things I used to do, and this is next level after the other one, of course, mm-hmm. 
uh, that's like the emergency phase, you know, if you have to do something. But the other one is, as soon as I get drowsy, it's like, can I fall asleep if I pulled over right now? Yes, I could. You know, it's and like so you do for so a little I bit. I just I just pull over, close my eyes. When I wake up, I continue. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like my, it's a better way to do it. Yep, just the natural kind of progression. Yeah. Uh, back when I used to, oh, I still do when I drive home late from Quickwits. But back then, uh, another thing I did was I try to memorize things like uh, the Animaniacs Fifty States and their Capital yeah. song. Oh, that's clever. I listen to it on repeat and I'd sing along. And or try maybe to that would just it. make me more sleepy. Well, it kept my my brain active, and so now even now today I will sing that a lot of times when I'm trying to stay. That's awake. pretty great. So that is. All right, I got some rules, though, real quick. Do it. Okay. Uh, no feet on the dashboard. No bare feet on the dashboard because the air will circulate that smell. That's yellow light. That's No, that's a, that is a green light. That's yellow bare light. Bare feet on the dashboard? Bare feet. If you have Listen, a, Tarantino. Wait, 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 wait. wait. You know, Listen. You, I'm letting you right now. <laughs> is, this, is this road trip or general? All the way. Both. I'm, I'm not going to give this one anything more than yellow light because my wife does it and it makes her happy. I don't, I don't know what it is. Your wife's I a don't great know woman, what it is. but if she were in my car so with her feet up, mine, please, actually, please tell yeah. me what it is out there, female listeners. What is it with putting your feet up on the dashboard? Because I know it's I'm a sorry. stereotype, but yeah, I, so a lot of, I don't see a lot of guys doing this. If that air, <laughs> if that airbag sure. goes off, that's, that's what I told her. That that's what I told my wife. I'm like, if that airbag is off, it's going to kick you're gonna kick yourself in the face. Yeah. And she doesn't do it as much anymore, but she still does it. I'm going to give that a yellow light because I really want to see Kent in this situation. <laughs> it aggravates me. You would be so Like, I don't clean the... I can't even imagine. I can't even want to get a wet wipe and just clean everything. Like you've got a date. She takes off her shoes. She puts them up on your dash while you're driving. I can see. I can imagine it in my mind. I'm seething right now. And you are so mad. (laughs) Kent, she's a ten. (laughs) Okay, and she puts her feet up on your dashboard. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So easily manipulable. (laughs) Um, Also, if you're on a road trip, take turns filling up the gas tank. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. whether you're the yeah. driver or the passenger, yeah, it should nice. be expected. But that's, that's it. Position. But that's you can't put your feet you up on the dash. That's what mm-hmm. you do as, as passenger. But you can rub your like naked toes all over the, the, the windshield, windshield. And the <laughs> dash, <laughs> the radio dial. You can, even, you can even play with the steering wheel a little bit. All right, guys. We have no. a lot of listener feedback we want to get through. And so what we're going to do is we're going to read your feedback and we're going to give it a bacon cell green light, which means it's approved. A yellow light, which means eh, approved with some exceptions. And then red light, which means that's just your personal issues. Dude. Yeah. So here we go. Let's start with uh, Jeff P. Skywalker. He says, uh, keeping right except to pass, moving quickly while passing, and slowing down while someone is passing you. Yeah, so we that's, talked yeah, about that. That's good. That's Absolutely. I mean, yeah. slowing down while someone's passing you, is that necessary? Well, I mean, like if someone's starting to pass, like for example, in the two lane, on a two-laner where, like, the, where oh. you have to go around, then I've yes. seen people like try oh. to match the person that's passing them. I'm like, slow down. They got to get no, back over. Yeah, that's a green light. If that's a scenario. For yeah, sure. and Mary says the same thing. She's like, if I'm in the middle lane, pass me on the left and don't pass me on the right. But I do think the right needs to happen sometimes because the other drivers are clueless on the left. Yeah. I know it's against the law, but I still do it. Well, that's the trouble. Sorry, and, I mean, then that's the trouble is that people don't know. And if they are driving too slow, like someone on 15, they're going 65 in the fast lane. Mm-hmm. It happens all yeah. the time. Right. It's like, well, okay, well, we're going to go around. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Andrew F. Harrison and Drew uh, Cutler both said uh, about, you know, staying in the, staying out of the passing lane. So I think it's kind of one that a lot of people feel strongly about. Thank you to Sean Sanquist who agreed with me when people put their bare feet up on the dashboard. <laughs> it's really not okay. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> yeah. There's two of you. Uh, Mark, Pe- <laughs> no, that that should be <laughs> totally greenlit. Mark Peterson said, "I say this as a defense attorney and a motorist. Watch your following distance. The law says you must be two seconds behind the car in front of you. But even if you are two seconds behind, if you hit the car in front of you, you will still be held liable. So mm-hmm. I think that two second, that one Mississippi, two Mississippi kind yeah. of mentality. 
Oh, maybe, maybe even we longer. Say at least the worst driver. Well, have you guys two heard seconds. the? Uh, it's a, a car length for every ten miles an hour you're going. I've heard that. Like so, yeah. If you're going, you know, seventy, then think seven car lengths behind. Yeah. I, I think that's a pretty good safe goal. distance though. That drives me nuts though. Is when I'm I'm driving a safe distance and someone fills the gap. Like yes. Someone pulls in between us. I'm no, like, that's I was annoying. having a safe distance. So this one is kind of funny. This is from Mats Mudro. He says, when someone's at, like at an intersection, for example, when someone is jamming out in their car, smile, laugh at them, do whatever, but do not make eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Mats. Sometimes I do. Was that girl watching song sound like? <laughs> <laughs> it's America's favorite pastime. Uh, Mats also said, you can never be too nice. Always be a nice driver, letting people into your lane, not honking at them when they forgot their blinker and in busy traffic when someone needs uh, to exit but has to wait for their spot, let them in. Speaking of horns... I think there is a place and a time for a horn. I like the polite horn, the beep, hey, it's green, get moving, or beep, watch out, I'm here, something like that. And then if they do something bad, though, I will lay into them, but the problem is my what, horn. Yeah, I was going to say, what does it sound like? My yeah. horn is a sissy. <laughs> no, my horn's like, <laughs> and every time I honk my horn, I'm like, I feel like less of a man. Yeah, I, I had this horn uh, on this car. We called it, I actually called it the Mercedes because it was a Plymouth Acclaim, 1992 Plymouth Acclaim. And we rubber cemented a Mercedes emblem to the hood. Mm -hmm. And my dad let me do that for some reason. I don't know. But it had the horn that would make everyone wave to you. It was the friendliest <laughs> horn. It didn't matter how mad you so were. You're, flipping someone you're like honk, honk, honk. And everyone turns and like, hi, friend. It's like this yeah. Mickey Mouse horn. So I don't use my horn because I need to focus on driving or avoiding an accident. Uh, Sam Ma, he says that the horn is there to tell people don't hit me. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. it's yeah. to it's warn a warning people. thing. But it, for me, yeah. I'd rather dodge someone than hit my horn and be like, don't please. I, 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 I almost entirely believe the horn should only be used to help, to protect. It's like a warning. It's never, I don't think it should ever be it's done like, in anger. Okay. A, a horn is like yelling at someone or using all caps in writing. It's stupid. It's, like, it's totally pointless. No, like, but what if I mean you're is, mad at someone, you're going to hold on your horn. You have achieved nothing and you're an idiot. If you're mad at someone, but it's just like, meh, it's like that's you're yelling at them or uh -huh. using all caps. But it's, at the same time, sometimes I like, let people know they've done something wrong. I'll lay into it, but then it's just, meh. Okay. How do you guys express your road rage? <laughs> Go on. I'm a talker in the car. Like I'm to yourself. What, I'm definitely what, like my poor wife and kids have to listen to me be like, oh, come on. I just want to go to the speed limit. I, you, I'm asking if you've ever flipped anyone off. No. What? But dot, dot, dot. When I was in mm -hmm. high school. <laughs> why do I tell you guys? <laughs> He's going to be like this one time. <laughs> yeah. No, back. No, you're, you're going to laugh, Jacob. It's stupid. But back I'm in excited. high school. I would raise my ring finger under the like so they couldn't see it. <laughs> so it was like I was I was flipping them off with my ring finger and they, and they couldn't, couldn't see. see it. That's there's like two layers you of protection. Them. Uh, <laughs> and just so you weren't like sinning or something, you're raising yes, your ring finger. I was, like, I was mad. I wanted to get the aggression out, but I didn't want to actually do the deed <laughs> in high school. You're so sweet. Oh, oh my gosh, you got to give you a hug. Yeah. I remember when my buddy and I, you know, he was 16, he was driving and some guy cut us off. This was in Kaysville. I was the passenger, but I flipped the bird. Mm. And this guy full on found us at the stoplight. He's right next to us and started screaming. We're both 16-year-old kids. Not like I was like, sorry, sir. You know, and this guy's like, pull over, pull over right now. I'm gonna mess you guys up. Your friend wanna do that again? I would not look this guy in the face. <laughs> oh, man. I was terrified. So we just peel out like Jake Runner from a cop. And and he couldn't catch us, thank goodness. And I haven't flipped anyone off like visibly since then. Right. Granted, sometimes I'll do a little like mental flip off it won't be my ring finger my but mom yeah. <laughs> my mom i love what my mom does because it makes the people even more angry and it's hilarious 
is when someone does something to bother her, when someone's yelling at her, she'll just kind of like pantomime uh, picking her nose and then flicking the booger at them. <laughs> like she'll just look at him, look him in the eye, just Mom. be like, pick, pick, flick. And just that's, like be like, that's more offensive than the bird. I agree. <laughs> than a double that's bird. Really she, she's basically just being like, that's I don't next care about level. Yeah. That is so next level. Holy so, cow. Yeah, my mom taught me. Here's that. a booger. Passive aggressive mom. Wow. That is, that's not passive aggressive. That's <laughs> aggressive? That's worse she's than the bird. That's dominance. <laughs> that is dominance. She's like, hey, I own you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though the window's shut oh, and everything, that's great. Oh, god. Jacob, do you get road rage? It, not usually. Occasionally, I'll, I'll find myself muttering something or another. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not, it's, and it's actually not really rage. It's more like, that was a weird thing to do. Or like, I'll find myself just saying like little things like that. Like, okay, buddy. Yeah. You know, like if that's what you're going to do. But no, I, I honestly am pretty, pretty patient about that because I recognize that most people are uh, bad drivers, yeah. honestly. And I think if you go to, if you come to terms with that, Hey, most of these people are not going to be good at this. <laughs> and cause I've had it's this like experience Kent, it's Kent on dating apps. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Have you guys ever done this? Hold on. So you're like, you see, you see someone acting like an idiot and you're like, I wonder what they look like. You know, like mm-hmm. who is this person? I do. And then you see them and you're like, uh, yeah, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> you know, this all makes yeah. sense, actually. Yep. Yeah. All right. I get it. Uh, sorry. Sorry. I, I, I shouldn't have had such high expectations. <laughs> I always say, of course, even though I expected them to look a little bit different. I'm always like, of course they are. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay, so a very attractive listener. Uh, I wonder uh, who this is. Said she said, "Don't make me miss the Green Arrow because you weren't paying attention." And that's is uh, that for you? Well, specifically because no. that's when you start texting. There's some terrible intersections by where we live, and right. people all the time will be like texting or on a phone call or something like that, and they'll miss the light, and then everyone behind them misses the light. She oh yeah, that. that does suck. She also said, "Don't get mad at someone only going five mile, miles per hour in the carpool lane. If you're going under, fine, be annoyed. But if they're going over and it's not fast enough for you, too bad. Your fault for getting the lane. It's the risk you take." <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Unnamed attractive listener. Yeah. And then I said it's Bethany. And oh, then, did you? Uh, Bethany okay. Hilton also said, unless there's an emergency, do not cross the double lines when you're in the carpool lane. You are not special. You have to follow the same rules as everybody. What if we are special? Is she quoting you? Is that what you said? Uh, I think we have the same feelings about that. Although Sarah Washburn also said, everything you said about the yes, yes to Bethany, everything Bethany said about the carpool lane, I hate going 80 to 85, mi- 80 to 85 in the carpool lane and being tailgated and bullied by someone who wants to go 90 miles per hour and then have them cross the double white line and get out and then cross them back again and get in front of me. Yeah. If they're driving like that, they should be in the fast lane and do the lane jumping out there. Yeah, so. but at least they're away from you. So yeah, cross the double lines all no. you want. <laughs> I'm special. Uh, Spencer Larson says, I teach driver's ed, so I'm pretty much always judging the way others drive. Do not honk at slash flip off the occupants of a car marked student driver. I'm very aware of what they just did, and you aren't helping. Yeah. I had in my driver's ed car, Yeah, uh, the, the, I was in the back seat with another student, and then the, other, the student was in the driver. There's three students in the car. Mm-hmm. So another student was driving. The teacher was in the driver's seat, and he started going the wrong way down a one-way street. Yeah. And the oh. driver had to slam on his the, the driver's side brake. Yeah. And like, he's like, what you doing, fish lips? And all this different stuff. And Do we have time for a story? Yeah. I am. How this fast is, of a story? I, I'll make this quick. 16, maybe 17 at this point, driving the minivan. Mm-hmm. And there's a there's a bunch of bunch of guys in the car, and so and these are like these are guys that are like they're just they're out to like cause some kind of trouble, so they want that. And we had some bottle rockets with us, and uh, and so we're at this big intersection in, in town. We're in the city at this point, and uh, they've been you know how like the minivans like the little side window in the back seat, and you can pop it open like an inch. You know, yeah. what, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like, mm-hmm. like, like, like bubble open. But so one of the guys back there, I'm yelling at him to stop, lights a bottle rocket, drops it out the window, oh, right? No. So shoots and then, you know, buzzes off into the intersection and does this. Uh, anyway, so he thought it was pretty funny. I'm yelling at him to stop. He's not stopping and uh, continues to do this. And it, sh- and it one, shoots and goes under this car and blows up. 
right? And we look at these guys and they are furious. Like this one guy that's like, I'm going to mess you up yeah. like to Kent, right? So, I mean, the minivan, right? So what are my maneuvering skills? My yeah. like outrunning Max them speed skills, 85. You know, like crap doesn't look good, yeah. right? And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Holy cow. And I look at my gas and I'm like on empty. I'm like, okay, because they start following behind us and it is full road rage, like up and down beside everything when it kills. And uh, lots of threats, lots of things going on. Everyone's genuinely afraid. I, uh, I'm like, what am I going to What am I, what am I going to And then I think of this. There's this road where it's one way, and I just start going down it. Oh, no. And there's a median, so there's no, there's no turning around. So I'm like, there's, there's a turn left up here into a residential. Don't I know, listen to Uncle Jacob. But it's in, yeah. like, it's in like a mile, <laughs> and there's no cars I can see. So I'm driving like 50 or 60 the wrong way of oh the one gosh. way. So anyway, the car, fine. We, he gets like a mile down of me doing this. And uh, anyway, he finally turns around and I just turn into this residential. So you pull, <laughs> you'll pull, you pulled a fast and furious. Totally did. Yeah. <laughs> got rid or of him. My got rid of him. drives the other way. This was honestly like the least dramatic way I could have gotten rid of him. It was pretty handy. So uh, real quick, we picked up a, a motor home in South Bend, Indiana one time. And we were, my dad was driving it. We were, I was in my twenties probably. But he, South Bend, Indiana, it was a little, we were up by the stadium and everything. It was, you know, kind of cool. And then we start driving down and my dad suddenly realizes he's in this giant motorhome and he's like, oh my gosh, we're on the wrong way on a one-way street oh, no. in a motorhome. Oh, wow. So he's freaking well, out what, what to do. do? Yeah. So he's like, they're like, dad, dad, turn, turn. So he turns also the wrong way on another one-way street. <laughs> and like there's That's trees awesome. hitting the top of the car. We're all screaming. It was one of those great moments. <laughs> that, is, uh, that is a great dad's moment. Dad's trying to kill us. <laughs> dad, no! So yeah. All right. Uh, Rachel Crump is great because she says the best things. Uh, I think it's courteous as well. She says, things I say when I get in my car to drive every time. Please bless, which I love. Please bless <laughs> everyone gets off their phones. Please bless people use their blinkers. And please bless people move uh, right when I try to pass them. Also, please bless my husband stops yelling at the horrible drivers out there because <laughs> they can't hear him yelling. This, Only I can. This is adorable. That's yeah, please true. bless. That is. That's very true. There's also a whole thing Rachel and Bethany both talked about school pickup oh. and drop off. Yeah. Do you be, do that? Do you ever drop I the kids do. off? I yeah. do. Every morning I drop my kids off and I mm. found out I was doing it wrong. My wife what do you actually mean? got after me. What's I, wrong? Well, I would stop at their, at their stop. Yeah. Like at their part of the sidewalk. But you're not supposed to. You're supposed to go all the way to the front and the kids just walk like they have to walk the marine of the distance. See, so if you, you feel the gap, I feel so desperate to get them to class on time, like before the bell rings and get them in line that I'll stop like right on the outlet of where the school parking lot comes out because mm -hmm. you need to park anywhere you can just to get the kids out we of don't the car. Park. We just pull it. Like we have the curb. Oh, curbside I have to get off. out. Oh, my daughter's like, Dad, come with me. I'm like, ah, no, we do curbside drop off. I basically kick them out of a moving car. Yeah. <laughs> we have so <laughs> many. Kids. We have so many. It's like, go, go, go. Like paratroopers. You, go, go, you, go. <laughs> you have one of those airplane shoots. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Steve Hansen said, I hate it when I decide to go through a yellow light, but the guy in front of me chickens out. Oh, yeah, that is kind of annoying. I know, because you don't want to rear end him, but it's like, oh, come on, you could have made that. So Chris Anderson, she just says, this is basically common sense. She says, think about time. Don't cut it too close if you yeah. worry about being late, which I always am late. And so I... But she, she makes tough. a very good point. She basically says, if you leave early enough... You'll be a better driver. You'll be a better driver. So true. Yeah. Uh, I do like uh, Andrew Harrison talks about the roundabouts. And I think people need to learn this. Don't let people into a roundabout mm -hmm. that causes accidents. Yes. If you're driving, if you're in the roundabout, you're in control. You have the right of way, but people will be like, stop and kind of let me in. And I'm like, what are you doing? Just go. Yep. So I agree with that. Andrea drew had about 17 options here. So we're going to, we're going to skip those. <laughs> no, we gotta, I mean, he talked about the zipper merge and I think that's very important at mm -hmm. concerts and, and like freeway stuff. If you do the zipper merge one car, then the other car, that's fine. Another one he says here, if you see a vehicle stopped on the side of the road, he's like, move, move out of that lane, right? Yeah, slow, either so slow like, down. Yeah, slow down, move get out over of that if lane. You can. Wait, do you guys help cars that are on the side of the road? Oh, that's a good question. 
I'm going to be not help to cars on the yeah. side of the road. I'll stop and be like, you good? Because I can help you change a tire. Well, back in the day, it was like, oh, let me help you give it a ride. But nowadays, it's like everyone has cell phones. Yeah. Well, yeah. For me, I, I used to all the time. Like when it was all analog and so forth, right? Like mm-hmm. back in the, you know, the dark ages. But now, yeah, it's cell phones and AAA and everyone has roadside assistance, honestly. It seems it's like. true. Like, it get you, like if you don't even know, you get it with most of your credit cards and your car insurance. Drew did mention this one. Uh, he talked about uh, it's okay to pass a cop car. And that's true. A lot of people will see a cop car on the freeway like, oh, whoa. Yeah, but then there's the stress of if they get behind you and you know they're just stalking you and oh, just looking up your scary. information. I hate that feeling. Uh, he mentions crude images and words on bumper stickers. I completely agree. It drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know, I don't judge people. If, I've said this before. I don't, I don't judge you for what your bumper sticker says. I judge you for having a bumper sticker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or the stick family. Yeah. Well, there have seen some good stick family. Yeah, you yeah. put st- a stick family on my car once. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, in the car rules, Abe says as far as the car goes, whenever you get in someone's car, they always say, oh, my car is such a mess. I am so sorry. You don't need to apologize. Everyone's car is always a mess. Yeah. Except it's not true. It's not true. Some people's are really nice. Oh, some people's are really a mess. Well, okay, and that's what I mean. That. There's, there's, there's these lines. Like, if it's, a, if it's a, a little bit of garbage, that's fine. But I've seen people, like, pile up in the back seat, just debris. Old oh, food? Gosh. Have you ever sat on old food? It's miserable. But yeah. I, I think... Do you guys I remember honestly, that guy by the office back in the day? And yeah, that lived in his car? Yes, yeah. yes. And it was like the trash was stuffed uh, like across the window shield, yeah. like and all the way up over the passenger seat. But I do feel like the I'm sorry is a general courtesy thing, kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, it's small talk of getting in the car. And it kind of like says, okay, we're fine. So I don't know. Yellow light on that one. Yeah, we'll go yellow light. Zach talks about, uh, Zach Illum talks about uh, the driver has final say what's played on the radio, and uh, but should not manipulate this, the music when they're in motion. Makes sense. Yeah. Ryan says the same thing. Shane Hyatt says the same thing. Or Ryan Farron, I should say. Yeah. But Shane Hyatt says, don't touch a radio or air in other people's car unless you ask first. Yeah. And Matt Smudger also said, if you're the dri- if you're the passenger, you're the designated music. Uh, like you have to, you have to do the calling, the texting, anything the driver needs, so they don't get distracted. Yeah. I really like Mats's uh, grateful rules here. Always be grateful. Every time you arrive somewhere safe. He's such a nice guy. I know. Isn't that nice? That honestly is a nice thought. Instead of like just taking it for granted that you have. Yeah. Driving is freaking dangerous. Yeah. You know, like I did get there safe. That's good. I will agree with Drew here. He says, if you borrow a car for less than a day, return it with a full tank of gas. You did say that before. We get, we get that a yellow. Okay. So we're, let's go with the road trip now. Ooh. I don't know if I agree with this on one already. It's Dennis Gaunt. And he says, the first rule of road trips is if your music mix sucks, the driver can leave a le- legally leave you by the side of the highway. <laughs> that's so mean. <laughs> but it feels so right. That's a law, I think, actually. Is yeah. it a law? <laughs> it's a Missouri if law. If you're on a road trip and you're halfway through an hours long trip, yeah. the driver can leave you by the side of the road. In Missouri, <laughs> that's technically a law. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Dennis. Green light. Yeah. Drew. Hey, Drew's back. He said uh, the shotgun seat is the navigator, DJ, and co-pilot, which we don't agree with the DJ. Nope. Uh, navigator and co-pilot, yes. And then he says, as DJ, a final say what mu- music, podcast, or audiobook you'd listen to, but should be aware of other passengers. And I like this. He says, and pleasing the driver is most important. Also, it's Monday morning. Then Bacon sells the first listen. <laughs> okay, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> so Drew also says, if you're a passenger, use the bathroom at every stop, even if you don't need to go, mm-hmm. which I agree with. And then it gets a little scientific. Our bodies are always filtering <laughs> urine. Even if your bladder isn't full, there's always something in there. Thank you for explaining <laughs> that. That was very nice. <laughs> this one I'm not sure about. Uh, he says if it's a friend's road trip, the owner of the car doesn't pay for gas. But he gives some good reason. Sure. That is. He says his contribution to the trip is the wear and tear on his vehicle and auto insurance. 
I agree with that. Makes sense. But still, usually the driver is willing to pay for at least half the gas. I think it's right. okay to do half the gas. No, no, nah, I think it'd be okay either way. But I, sure. I think his rule is right. Like if you're the passenger, that should be a good way to go into it. That should yeah, be yeah. the way to think. Because about no one it. really wants to drive on the road trip like their no. car because that's putting a car at risk. I don't mind. Yeah, because you like to drive. Well, it's more like the, I, I just hate when we sit around like when we go to lunch and everyone's like. Who's going to drive? I don't know who's going to yeah, drive. Right, I'll, I'll say all three of us are going on a road trip, right? We all head Make to Disneyland. Woohoo! We're going. Are my right? kids coming? I grab my... No, definitely not. That's crazy. Sorry, kids. <laughs> so I start driving. It's my car. I'm like, okay, let's go. Do you guys pay for gas or do I pay for gas too? Bacon Cell pays for gas. <laughs> <laughs> We'd stop at a gas station. Uh-huh. I think uh, I I think you'd already have the car filled up in mm-hmm. this hypothetical because yeah. you're a responsible person. I would then go. So, yeah, I he, would start that. I would, he, no, we get halfway down halfway down there and be like, oh, hey guys, I didn't fill up. <laughs> there is nowhere to stop. But I would I would buy road trip snacks and then I would probably fill up the gas tank on the next stop and then Joel would on the next one. Yeah. I think that'd be. Hey, but what about the third one? Do I get the next one? Yeah, you would. Yeah, I would probably. get the next one. I would. Yeah, I would. But <laughs> I was going to say, I, I did not think about this until Drew brought it up, and mm-hmm. so I, I think it's interesting. I could it. go either way on that. Well, one. Actually, actually, makes sense. Listener, but so uh, my wife said that she did this this thing. She wants to know if this is an approved rule or not. Okay. Roommates, this was in college. I guess it could be anyone, right? But they're going on a road trip, and they say, "Let's make a decision right now. Are we going to speed on this trip?" Or are we not? And if we do speed, that means we all collectively decide to split the cost <laughs> of the ticket if oh, one wow. is incurred, right? And so if that happens, then we, no matter who gets it, no matter who's driving, we all split the cost or we decide collectively no one is speeding. I'm saying that's, that's actually, Drew said the same thing. He says, if anyone is encouraging oh, really? speeding, then everyone is responsible for paying a share of the speeding tickets. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. I feel like that's more of a personal thing because there are people I would trust to drive when they're speeding. But I would say if it's all roommates and they all split driving, they all speed, I, there are some people I would not trust if they were to go way over the speed limit. Just for safety reasons. Yeah. So you just don't want them driving that fast. I'll tell you the rule my dad said when I was young, and which he decided was a mistake, actually. Hmm. He said speeding is really stupid. The yes. only way to make it worth it is to go really, really fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, actually. Uh, yeah. no, but I, I do think about a lot of times, like what it, people will do, like they're driving from like Salt Lake to West Jordan mm-hmm. and they're speeding. And I'm like, really? You think it's going to shave off that much time? Right. Oh, it it's like a minute. It doesn't make any sense. But yeah. then on the other hand, you know, if I'm oh, doing from Minnesota to Utah or you we, can we did New York to Utah. You can shave so much time. Yeah. Oh, I have a good story for that. But we're, we've been going so long. Yeah. In fact, yeah. Let us know again if you want to hear uh, Jacob's driving stories because he does have a lot of them. We'll do, we'll do it on Like we sped through a lot of these. We could probably do a whole nother show on this, but definitely give us things that we've missed. Uh, thank you for your feedback again. There is yes. so much good stuff yes. here. Yes. And let us know if, if there's any rules we didn't hit on or if you don't agree with any of our rulings let us know because we want to know we mostly basically approved everything well i was gonna say there's what there was a, there was a lot of yellow yeah. lights yeah we didn't have any there was nothing crazy that happened no. not so many red lights honestly there. most people have some pretty good opinions about driving or we just jumped They're over just, red lights i would say the feet should be a red light but you guys are definitely okay with people cutting their toenails on your dashboard feet should be a green light you mean no like no, it should be ba- banned, and it is bad. No, you like it. No, I do not. Next time we're in your car, totally what's going to happen. With you? <laughs> Shoes off, socks off. Never driving again. <laughs> Shame on you. Feet on the How dare you? <laughs> but let us know if we missed any of the rules that you have, or if you don't agree with our decisions. We want to hear about it on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Communicate with us. We really do enjoy it. Yeah, and let us know what kind of etiquette show we should do next time. Yeah. Before we go, the second part of this one, honestly, we'd like to give some love to our patrons, in particular, the I am the listener tier, which includes Adrian Gray, Stephen Ross, Terry Finley, Crew Dutler, Spencer Larson, Braden Winterton, Chris Drought, Colton Cook, Jennifer Kukowski, Sean Sanquist and Arsenal. We'd also like to thank our Bacon Council, which includes Matt Smudrow, Ryan Farron. 
Chris Anderson, Nicole D. Hale, and Reverse Listener. Thank you so much for being patrons, all of you. Thank you. But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76 Joel on Twitter. You can find me performing with QuickWits. They perform every Saturday night at the Midvale Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the QuickWits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my movie reviews, it's showtimeshowdown.com. You can find me on Twitter at Jacob A. Rogers and Bacon Sale on Twitter at Bacon Sale and on Instagram by the same handle. You can find our merchandise, tpublic.com slash Bacon Sale. There's some really cool stuff. You can get stickers and mugs and bags and laptop cases and who knows what else. They keep adding stuff, honestly. So yeah. it, it's, it remains pretty uh, new and evolving. It's cool. Also, it's patreon.com slash bacon sale, and you can find all sorts of uh, all sorts of madness there. There's dating stories, and there's mm-hmm. uh, background bacon sale things, and we, we show you the images that we make. And also, I think inspired from this episode, maybe, guys, some of you think maybe I should leave like some of the crazier driving stories, like some of the stuff. There's like, some crazy Some of the stuff, stuff you should because, go to prison for. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe put that behind the paywall. <laughs> yeah. yeah, behind the paywall might be good. <laughs> And then for the price of uh, what is it this week, Joel? Uh, triple cheeseburger at a, McDonald's. A triple cheeseburger. One month, uh, one you know, one a month. Yeah, yeah, one triple cheeseburger a month. You can go on and hear hear one of those stories. So until next time, Kenny, you got the keys. Shut up and drive. Well, that's me. Shut your face. Hello, hello. Buzz hello, 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 no, hold on, hello, 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 you start, uh, okay, I just have Molotov cocktails, I just yeah. toss them, a lot of people, they don't quite think the right way, meaning, not like <laughs> me, but I just didn't care, I thought it was cool, it's when I started to swear and thought I was a real rebel, it was a dark time in my life. Kind of <laughs> kidding, everybody. Please don't be mad. Were you crying more or less than when I was 16 learning how to drive a <laughs> there were no, There was no crying. Oh, okay. Can't, I can't, we can't make a robot cry. <laughs> so these real friends are imaginary friends. I just have to know. They were Amish. And then I oh, hit a house funny. in the mission. But other than that, uh, what? Uh, hold what? on. What? No, what? 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 Hit a house? We called it the love train. I'm just going to like treat you like my Catholic priest and just tell you everything and hope that you forgive me. Oh, no. bless, bless you, my son. Well, I just don't want to be an idiot forever. I left my keys in my wallet inside. How are you paying for lunch? I don't know. <laughs> it's a nice thought. That's what like, it is. The thought should be greenlit. Yeah. You are not special. You're not better than anyone else. Maximum. Catch you, right, Jacob? Yeah! That's right. That's right. <laughs> Only if they catch you. Like, oh, what's wrong? I saw a bird. Oh, man. I'm afraid of playing this game with you. I Je- said no battle, Grandpa. <laughs> you don't like it? It's him? amazing. It makes me feel like something's wrong with my body. <laughs> it's warm down there. <laughs> it's like, why, why am I feeling weird? Am I sitting on a pizza box? It's Driver the devil's down? chair. If it's hot or cold, <laughs> you let me know. Say hot or cold. <laughs> Let's just cross our fingers. We don't die. Yeah, I might die today. Am I causing my body harm or am I just uncomfortable? We'd all take off our shirts, me yeah. and my guy friends. But you can rub your like naked toes all over the, the windshield. windshield. <laughs> 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 Don't! Please! I was mad I wanted to get the aggression out, but I didn't want to actually do the deed. We just peel out like Jake Runner from a cop. That's more offensive than the bird. <laughs> I shouldn't have had such high expectations. Do not cross the double lines when you're in the carpool lane. You are not special. 
Dad's trying to kill us. Hello. 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 Well, we're amazing. That sucked.